Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. All right. To the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Minnesota Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What the fuck is going on? Oh, we're all fired up this week. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamar is going to go over the new patrons. The sweetest day of the week is Sunday because I get to talk about Patreon. Uh, $5 from H-Dog. I don't know why I did that that way, but H-Dog, come on down. never done that before, ever. New Patreon. What up, H-Dog? Just letting people know it's real money out there. Uh, Then we have a shout-out to Colby Thompson. Yeah, Colby. This was a huge week. This was a huge, huge week. Uh, Followed by Candace Webster. Come on down. You know Candace. Candace Webster. You know Candace? We all know Candace. No way. That's awesome. Thank you, Candace. That's okay. so kind. Shout outs to Candace. Good um, old friend of mine. What, um, up, what up, Candace? All you know, the Patreons. You know what's hilarious is like I've noticed a lot of people join the Patreon and then leave the next week. And I was really concerned. I thought to myself, like, I wonder if people are joining thinking it's Joe. And then I went to our Patreon page, and from the very beginning, I wrote in giant bold letters, We are not Joe Rogan. So it's not even on us. Well, Would no, you, that people are just like, oh, that Joe, he's hilarious. You still, <laughs> you think there's a high percentage of people that join? Not the high, not high. But no, there is a percentage. I've just noticed within the last two months there were two people that joined at like a a high level and then left like the next week. So that's a bit <laughs> odd. It's so strange that they feel Joe needs to support a. <laughs> you know who really needs my twenty bucks? Joe Rogan. Uh, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, I had an amazing week. I did a set on Tuesday. Did that squirrel joke. Went over well. Um, Which squirrel joke? I don't remember. Oh, I just talked about the finding the, um, the nuts. All the nuts in the shed. And the yes, squirrel comes back yes, all fucked yeah. up. Um, Remembrance Day. Yes. I went down from a Remembrance Day. I think it's the first time I've ever gone there. Uh, to the War Memorial. That was you... Re- Yelling on the war memorial? No, I couldn't get oh. that close, but it was packed. It's just, it's a cool thing uh, to be in such a big crowd and the silence. Powerful. Um, I, I found it was more, It's. I mean, I know this is a weird statement, but it was more powerful when I was younger, when there was like actual, like a lot of World War II vets there. Now there's just like, you know. Well, I couldn't even, you couldn't get close enough to see who was there. Oh, you were way the fuck back? We. You can either go to the backside, like mm-hmm. where the apartment buildings are, and look at it that way. And there's more space over there, but you couldn't see anything anyways. And in the front, it was packed all the way to... I should have gone down there with my camera. I'm a fucking idiot. And, and it was just the first time it's happened in two years because of whatever situations have transpired over the last two years. And uh, Way to keep that fucking... <laughs> get away with that blue check mark. <laughs> um, and then it was funny. I went to my uh, nephew's hockey game. Yeah. He's like eight years old. They're so bad. Oh, okay, I was <laughs> no, he, say. they're they're awesome. They're trying hard, but 
I, I wonder what they are thinking. Like, is it? Are they on the edge, like fighting for the life playing hockey out there? Are they just? just I think they're just there for the vending machine. Well, yeah, don't you remember After being game, a kid? They're all just running out to get. There's usually like one or two that are dead serious about it, and the rest of them are there. Like, my dad just wants me here. So, uh, yeah, good old Canadiana. No uh, canteen, though. Sometimes that, that's like the mar- best part about lettuce. Going to a lettuce arena. is like $10 a fucking head. Okay. I was going to save this for the post show, but yeah, I went to buy lettuce. I was putting together a BLT and I bought lettuce. Yeah. And it was the most expensive part of the BLT. <laughs> but no, but maybe I'm wrong. But when I went to the cash, yeah. the cashier's like, can you believe this $6? And I was like, no, but why are you pointing it out? Like, it is nuts. Let this transaction just, am I wrong? Uh, it really rubbed me the wrong way. That she, unless she's bigging me up, like, can't believe yeah. you can oh, afford big lettuce. Spender. Yeah. Hey, can I get your number there, lettuce purchaser? It really bugged me. And then I had like a matrix moment yesterday watching college football. You know, when the play's over and it transitions to commercial or whatever, they'll play a song out. It was all like 90s Brit pop. Give me an example, like Blur. Blur, um, Charlatans, okay. uh, Stone Roses. It was really like... Stone Roses. Boom, 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 boom. Oasis. Yeah, Oasis. I didn't hear Oasis, but I, I you could put them in that genre. But it was just weird outros for someone... I got to add Stone Roses to a fucking... Remind me. I got to write that. They don't just, they don't just like... Um, Random music plays when they play it. Someone chooses that track yeah. or whatever. Well, you right? have to pay for they it. They have to pay for it. Why is that a Matrix moment, though? It was just, I was like, I can't believe someone who produces college football knows this band and this song. I mean, that's a weird flex. There are, there are people our age probably running that shit, right? Yeah, but they're American. I don't know. It just I, I, Americans. Some You know in music, sometimes you think it's like your sort of thing. Yes, like I understand you know that. Something yeah, and like, yeah. I would. That's all. It's. Uh, it's. Not, okay. I'm, I'm not trying to flex. That was my week. Great. Just a great. Oh, snow. There's snow this morning. Yes, mm. there was snow this morning. You're back on the weather. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. My wife said, "What's going on?" Kamar's back. We're trying. We're, we'll see how it goes. We're and trying. I, we'll I, see how it goes. Did like people were people demanding it? Was were you feeling demand? Like some, demand was high. Yeah. Some, yeah. some pressure from the. You populace? know, what you should add to it where the cheapest lettuce in the city is. Yes, yes. No, I, what? that's what ruined it in the first place. Oh, was the gas? No, people ask you what to do, uh, or Emmy extending and extending and extending. Hey, You're sorry, not man. I was the gas. I really don't care what you do. I was making you. a joke. I'm, I'm, it's I'm weather and lettuce now. That's uh, Join the Patreon, like, and subscribe. Simon, how was your week? Well, I had a fine week, Matt, I think. Did I you enjoy know. the fights last night? Yeah, the fights were great last night. They uh, finally got to see Izzy get his his just desserts, as they say in the biz. So because you and uh, because you and Jared got up and left so quickly, mm. um, a lot of people we didn't have time to digest the fight. A lot of people were saying um, they thought maybe the ref ended it too early. I totally disagree. Um, Izzy had stopped defending himself. He had both his arms down, and he, nah, he was about to good. get fucking. I agree. That's KO'd what I said. The fuck out. Yeah. I said to my buddy, I was like, I don't think Izzy looked like he was. in Pereira any has um, heavy hands, man. I don't know if you noticed, but when he like would hit uh, Style Bender with like a punch to the kidney. Oh, he looks like he is a brick. It shit looks house. like those fucking punches really left a, a mark, you know. What I've noticed is anyone who has a nickname that you can't understand, like Rincon 
and Mariko. You know what I mean? Those guys are always like some sort of fucking murderous, like, like they're just always, you know, they, yeah. Like, if you're dynamite, you're going to be okay. But if you're, uh, yeah, if you have some crazy Kurakao, South American, yeah, if you have some crazy South American, yeah. Up. Yeah, no, I'm with you. No, my week was okay. I don't know. I've decided that uh, every time I finish one of these episodes, yeah. our episodes, yeah, I walk away just thinking about all the stupid things I said. So from now on, this is like Simon 2.0. I'm going to really think before I speak. And Simon, I got to... It's, it's going to be a whole new me. The worst part of editing... Like this this week, the reason there was no YouTube videos is because I was just, I don't know what it was, but when I sat down to edit, I was in, I just watched the whole episode through and I was like, there wasn't a pullable clip there. It was Ouch. terrible, eh? It was a well, terrible I just, episode. Like, it was more, I don't know if it's me or like sometimes it's just tough because I'm like, if I'm in a bad place mentally, I don't know. Were we working with some difficult... <clears throat> Um, it was a terrible material. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible week, but at the same time, like if we can't have fun, then you know what I mean. Well, I'll say one thing: I forgot to say my week. I got all my listening done in due time. Yeah, usually Sunday mornings, I'm listening to four to five I hours. I don't even of, understand uh, you. of Rogan, and uh, I feel a lot better. I, I come in fretting like I, like I'm scramming my homework. I had everything done. Uh, yeah, Friday after or Saturday morning It was great. It was a nice feeling, and I feel I feel good. Yeah. My favorite day of the week is Saturday, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I have the day off, my only day off, and I get to listen to two, potentially two Bigfoot uh, podcasts on that day. That's great. And this week, like one of them's a monthly and yeah. the other's a weekly. Mm-hmm. They both hit on the same day. Oh, man. Bing, bang, boom. And Matt, they talked about the horse fucking again. It was like... wow. This tech just checks all your balls. Sounds like they're beating a dead horse. I, oh my oh, god, I like that. Do you think he has like a routine? Yeah, like he has a chair. He I, gets like lotion. Gets, <laughs> I don't know. What the, I don't know what the lotion <laughs> for is and for. objects. We all have That's routines. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody has routines in everything. It's true. That's I bet true. you brush your teeth a certain way. You freak. <laughs> I'm surprised. Actually, I, I said I'm surprised. Oh, sorry, Simon 2.0. I I'm sure that's really a, think that's about a YouTube thing. Saying. It's just people brushing their teeth. ASMR? Or so, in that vein, yes. Yeah, I hate those things where people are making the noises with things, you know? I it's so it's so weird that it's a genre to me because like when I'm when I'm playing video games, if someone's eating chips or coughing, it I want to kill them. Yeah, when somebody does something on Rogan, like it ruins the whole episode. Which is ironic because we cough through the whole fucking episode. My week was yeah, uh, that's a pot calling the kettle black. My week was okay. Kamara, do you want to go over the guests? That feels a little bit better, eh, Si? More back to normal. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's yeah. right. Don't need that's this. Right. Yeah, no one needs a positive. But Simon two wasn't going to point that out. Nope. Just unnecessary. But he'll point that. But he'll point that out. <laughs> Well, that's oh, about me well. and my short or fall or tall comings, you know? Yeah, my long comings. <laughs> I would love to get to the week. We start off with the White Ali Sadiq, 1895, Matt Walsh. Uh, what? By you don't remember Ali Sadiq? I'm this- not a scientist. Bjorn Lomberg. Bjorn Mountain Dew Lomberg. And then Whoa. 1897, Tick Tock. Graham, Graham Hancock, Hancock and is Randall on the clock. Carlson! 
I thought he was gonna do the little fucking uh, rhyme. He set it all up. Yeah, he did. But tick tock, tick tock. Randall Carlson is on the clock. Well, he should be on the clock, Carlson. <laughs> well, I thought it was Hancock that was more on the clock. Hancock oh no, on the clock. Cock on the clock. Hand on your Glock. In any event, he and he delivered. Oh, did he deliver? No, there really? was no. Did there was nothing. Oh, no. I, I was all he delivered was a Netflix series. Oh well, we'll get to it. Simon and I we'll said, okay, Anyways, okay, sure. We'll, we'll get. Well, to well, let's rate it. the we'll week. Simon, you must rate this pretty. Uh, well, it's a tough one for you, right? I I was very proud of Joe this week. I thought in that first episode, as Kamar said, the the white Ali Sadiq. <laughs> Wait, how do you get this long? Joe did such a great job of not being like just a cheerleader for somebody. You know what I mean? And someone did a great job of not cheerleading for themselves. Yeah, well, he did a terrible. I I mean, everybody. It's a hard point to um, to to. uh, I think I respect the consistency of it, though. To argue, like no matter who it is. Yeah, I listened to. uh Lex this week he had um it was actually interesting he had uh Shapiro on first yeah and uh Shapiro's the same way right like rational on a lot of things and then just like no gay people cannot have the same rights as I do that is unacceptable it says so in the bible like what you know so I was glad that Joe did that and um uh, I give the week a three. <laughs> no, I think I was rating the week. I know you were. Buddy. Yeah, yeah he was I, haven't, you... I haven't rated it yet. <laughs> Sorry. Just go back to watching football. Um. So anyways, very proud of Joe for yeah. that first part. And then that second episode was a dud. And then the third episode was great. I love Hancock, but I'm not a Randall Carlson fan at all. So Jesse, I was talking to Jesse, and like he said, it was... Um, Jordan and Scotty, no, <laughs> Bill Paxton. You know what I mean? Like, this guy did nothing for that episode. I mean, you got to see a little more of Randall Carlson, who he is, in the well, sense where he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a uh, General Lee tattoo. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we're about to take this country back. Uh, I give it a, yeah, I'll give it a three. Why not? Oh, I should rate it. Yeah, I give should, it a yeah. three that and a half. That is what we do here. Yeah, Three and a half from yeah, Simon. Three and a half from Simon. All right, well, let's start it off with uh, Matt Hates the Gays, Walsh. 1895, Matt Walsh. Yeah, so sorry, just to quote him properly, I said fucking Randall Carlson is a real information cock blocker. And he said <laughs> he needs Carlson like Jordan needed John Paxton. Bill Paxton. You still can't get it. <laughs> No, Bill Paxton is the actor, is he not? Yeah, he was also, I'm pretty sure he was also a basketball player, wasn't he? I think that was John Paxton, wasn't it? I think they were brothers. They both played in the NBA. I don't think his name was John Paxton. I think that. I think I'm right. I don't know. Anyways. You think you're right? Yeah. You can look it up. Go fuck yourself. That is so unnecessary. Um, so yeah, 3.5. That's what I read it. What did you say his name was? He said his name was John. Jesse said his name was John Paxton. No, he's correct. Yeah. He, uh, There's not Jim Paxton, too. He's an NBA player. Well, Bill Paxton's an actor. That's what I said. He was yeah. the guy who was in uh, yeah, Big I know. Love. Yes, there. I know who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a great show. I am incorrect. That means 
or something to watch. Well, listen, I'm Anyways, often incorrect. Let's do this. Okay, so Matt Walsh, name and a number, Kamar. Uh, for the second time, sorry, 1895, Matt Walsh. <laughs> Good, I'll hear it twice in the edit. It's perfect. We're talking um, about those head injuries. Can we get a name and a number, Kamar? <laughs> sure can, buddy. 1895, <laughs> Matt Walsh. So yeah. these guys got along for quite some time. It, this was like an hour and a half of like, yeah, yeah, transitioning kids is an issue. And then, and then it got super interesting because then we found out that Matt Walsh is pretty heavy on the, uh, it's weird because I don't want to say he's anti-gay marriage. He clearly is. He's anti anything that's not written in the you know what I mean? It's he's Bible specific. I was yes. he gets very he's the semantics matter a great deal to him. Yeah. Like at one point he was like uh, you know, when he was talking about no, a marriage specifically is between like a man and a woman. And Joe was like, but can't it also between a man and a man? And he was like, No, because they couldn't get married otherwise. And I was like, But in your first scenario, the man can get married. It just specifically has to be He did a lot of mental gymnastics in his I mean, it, again, it's such a hard argument to stand behind because you, you're only saying that because that's what's written in the Bible. It Well, it's what you believe. Well, no, because what Joe said is absolutely right. Like, you, you can be married and never want to have kids, that you can get your tubes tied, you can have surgeries to make that not and, possible. And, and he doesn't love and you're that still, scenario either. But you're allowed to get married. You get all the benefits under his thing. But just because you're a man and a man, but you're going to adopt a child where, you know, maybe Matt and Mary won't, but they can get married. You know what I mean? He couldn't parse out. Like, Joe kept bringing it up, and he couldn't. He was like, you realize that, like, marriage is a is like a legal document now. Like I, if someone's married, they, they can go and see their spouse in the hospital. They're officially like family. You get like legally speaking, like right now we're doing our wills and stuff. And my mom was like, she's like, it's not common law is not the same as being married. Like in the, in the eyes of the law. So like if, if I were to die tomorrow or marry something, God forbid something were to happen to Mary, my mom was like, it's not just like you guys are married. She gets half of your shit, but she doesn't become like the person who makes the decisions for you, I don't believe. There's a lot of different things in there. Anyway, the point being is... There's a lot of different things in this discussion. Yeah, but the point is, is, you know, Joe was right in just being like, listen, marriage, the way you're thinking of marriage is like a 3,000-year-old thing. The way we do marriage now is the government's involved, and it's just you saying, I'm connected to this person. Like, I would imagine, I would imagine that for the first argument... If they had actually gotten into it, this guy doesn't like trans people because God says it's unacceptable, as opposed to some logical reason about, you know, I don't know, people being too young and black. Like, all that is absolutely 100% true, and it means nothing coming from this guy anymore, right? Am I wrong? Well, that's how I see. This is the thing. No, is when I don't you, think it's like that. Well, I don't know, Kamar. See, when you Simon two point when you were like, "Have you guys seen this new this new documentary this guy put out about you know what is a woman?" You were like, "There's no," and I know where you were coming from. You said, "There's no um, slant. There's no, no slant bias. on this. There's no bias." What you meant was when you watched the film, you felt like there was no slant or bias. I no. What I'm saying is the people answering. Yeah, you didn't let me finish though. What I meant was hearing this guy speak now. 
and knowing how documentaries are made, I can't sit here and say the movie was made with no bias. But you haven't seen it? I haven't, but it doesn't matter. Just hear me out. I know that he could have left a thousand things on the floor. He could have gotten solid answers from people. It's possible. I'm not saying he did that. I'm just saying it makes it tough for me to sit here and think that the movie was made with... He has a huge bias, a huge bias, a huge G.O.D. bias, you know, so. But lots of people have that. And again, I'm not saying it's wrong, but he, the whole first part, he was coming across as this uber logic man. Like, how can we be doing this? That look at like, let's let's take emotion out of it and let's just look at the logic of the situation. These children are too young to be deciding anything, which again, I like that makes sense to me. And then in the next breath, he's like, um, you know, if you don't believe that Jesus came back from the dead, then Well, I've brought this up before. I think it's a weird I think it's a weird flex to be like, uh, why are why are why are there so many more gay people now? Like we're in a way more accepting society now. Of course, there are more people who feel comfortable coming out. That's this is my everybody point. hit it before, and not only that, like hit it to extents where they were marrying people just because, like otherwise, which is probably what this guy wants. He's like, well, I think we should go back to that where gay people just hide. I'm sure he would like an island of gay people, and he wouldn't have to deal with any of them, and they could make their own rules, like Lord of the Flies. You know, I just like it. I don't know. It's. Like like you, Kamar, I felt like, you know, it's like, yeah, this guy seems to not, you know, like Simon's saying, he seems like logic driven. And then you hear, I don't know, it just was a very weird. It's like having a scientist come on and preach nothing but science for an hour, everything totally logic driven. And then drop and some then nonsense. In the next sentence, they're talking about... um you know, religion, like, I mean, I guess that's a bad because there are plenty of religious scientists, but like, you know, telling you about dinosaurs, then telling you dinosaurs don't exist. I mean, I'll give him credit in that he was like, listen, I'm not trying to push these on anyone. I'm not trying to have these put into law by the government. He's like, this is just my opinion and how I feel. I give him credit for that. He wasn't one of these zealots who's out like petitioning. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, he's on Joe Rogan giving his opinion. So in a way it's petitioning, but I, you know, like, again, everybody should be able to do what they want religiously. No problem, you know, but I just feel like if you're selling yourself in the public. There was two questions I wanted Joe to ask him. Did you have premarital sex yourself? And have you ever eaten shellfish? Yeah, and he'd probably say I did and I sinned with both of them or one of them. As he, he, he That's why he tried to get away with it, calling uh, being gay a sin. And I think that was the most condemning part but i'd say 50 percent of the planet agrees with him feels the way he does about these things you know but the planet doesn't matter well no just uh, the population the the world we're living how, in how about of north america i don't think it's 50 percent. i think it's way less than that i bet hold on i bet 40 majority of the religious people would be like him yeah i would say 40. We're all, all christians i don't you know even what, think wait, so wait, wait. i think it's a small minority of like uh these religious people most Catholics don't care whether gay people get married. I was actually no, that's changing. They did. Yeah, no, I I agree. Did forty years ago. I agree with both of you. I think it is changing. Where now there are a lot of Christians out there who are like, you know what? It's it's the Christian way to just be accepting and loving. And if you want to, there are those out there. And then I think there's other people that are like, no, no, I I'm Old Testament to the fucking. I've met other people who are good people. Yeah, 
who are like this, who yeah. aren't, who aren't on a soapbox or do, like they, and you, you can't, you can debate with them or whatever, just the same way. It's not going to end anywhere because they just go back to the Bible. Yeah, of and course. the only thing you have is, we'll get it with the Graham Hancock, is, well, that that's not actually real, so. But <laughs> if for you. That's a tough one to parse out. for you, it is real. It's so weird. Those hearings, they ask people to swear on a Bible. Yeah. Still, like, that would put the fear in someone a hundred years ago. Religion is still intertwined into so much of our daily life. So that, for this like, guy to exist isn't that crazy. That's what I'm saying. No, I don't think and, it's... And, and I'm, I, not I'm saying, disappointed that the way he came across was detrimental to trying to tell someone, watch this documentary, but from this I'm guy, not, no way. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying what he thinks is crazy. You can believe whatever you want. I believe in aliens. I believe in Bigfoot. Like, there's no difference. What I'm saying, though, is I'm not, on the other hand, out there like, like, like a zealot preaching about some science... And then going back home and praying to uh, voodoo gods, you know? I mean, I don't, listen, this, I don't, like, I'm not angry at this guy. He's allowed to have his opinions. I was kind of angry at him. I just, it, it enraged me. Well, I I don't. But it was conviction. Like, all, so many times, remember, sorry, the, the fight, and they had the uh, the meatball girl and some Kimura. Did you guys watch the prelims? No, I missed the oh, Molly dear. Meatball This girl fight. wrapped this girl up in something called like a crucifix or something. Mm -hmm. And the girl was done and just beat her face in for a while. And then when she's tired of that, just she put her. a Kimura on her, I think it's called. Yeah, Kimura, yeah. And all the commentators were saying, please. And the fight. Please stop. No, yeah. to her. Yeah, tap. tap please. Because yeah. they're just watching it bend and bend. And they're like, please tap. And for me, listen to this, like. No, just please say gave <laughs> like don't yeah, you just wanted say to such a hard line. This, yeah. Please tap, Matt. Please tap and just just give a an inch. Well, but he didn't, and so that's conviction. That's, and I respect that. That's really my problem, I think, is that he is making this movie where he's going out and really he wants people to say, You're right. I see your point of view. And now I'm changing my mind because what you're saying, you've given me facts, you've given me information, my point of view was tainted, and now I see the light. That's what he wants from this movie. He was absolutely 1,000% unwilling to do that with Joe because Joe gave a, a argument that would make any um, unbiased person say, I mean, yeah, uh, how can you debate with that? You know, I changed my mind. You're right. And he would never do that because he's not allowed. His doctrine doesn't let him. But it's such a weird flex because, again, I thought the whole, like, Christian way was being, like I said, open and loving. And, like, how could you How could you look at two people that are like, I love this person. I want to look after this person for the rest of my life. I want to dedicate myself to this person and be like, yeah, but... You're both men, and that's fucking gross. You know what I mean? Like because the Bible it, says that's gross. Like driven, it's. Just I get it. Too I, much. I don't think it's. I wonder if it's like if the gay men made a child, because his big thing, the whole thing is the family unit. He thinks the world would be the best place it could be is if every man and woman were together and everyone just had families and there was no swingers, no like very conservative and. and he was before he said it. I get it. It's just like Shapiro. 
You know what I mean? No, but I also don't get that about Shapiro, right? Like, it all falls apart for me but there. But Joe agrees with everything he said, and then they got there. Or they, they found common ground over, you know, stuff like... It all kicked off with Caitlyn Jenner, and we've had sort of a, a big thing. I just think it's fake common ground. Like, it's not really common ground. It's just we decided not to talk about this stuff that we know we're not going to but, agree okay, on. Because this guy doesn't believe in gay marriage, we should give puberty blockers to kids, and we should no, have no, no, surgeries. No, no, no. no. I would just, what happens to I them. think I would so rather they're, they're have the, that argument coming from somebody who's unbiased to the whole situation, who doesn't already hate gay people. But even though you disagree with them, your your interests intersect. His point, Simon's point is like, and I'll, this, is the, this is the first thing that popped into my head, and it's a bad example, but like, if Sam Harris had come on, and made the movie or was talking about puberty blockers, like someone who clearly isn't driven by some sort of biblical. Yes, exactly. E- exactly. Matt, would it be worse though? If he if he towed some sort of line and then you find out he was this after it, it, it was what you, what we yearn for in discussion. Like I want to hear your bad ideas or whatever. And it, it proceeded. And because it bothers you, it's more difficult to listen to. But it happened, and it, he he is not a like small minority people. Unfortunately, there's lots of people who agree with him, and I was thinking on the other side, like in Islam or something. There's lots of people who are that fundamental about what he believes. Yeah, of course, for better for worse. And yeah. I, it, would it be the same thing with like our um, fundamental Jews. Yeah, well, that's so, why Shapiro so across, is like that. So there, exactly. So there it intersects. So, the, so it's just a realization that. We're not going to change all those people unless you destroy religion altogether. And that exists, and we have to work within that pushback. So I was talking, you can't fight against it. I was talking to a buddy of mine. I brought that up exactly. Just, I was like, isn't it a weird flex that like Shapiro and this guy, Shapiro cares so much about the transgender issue that he's willing to let like a devout Christian, like don't the Jews think that, or don't the Christians think that the Jews killed Jesus? Some of them do. Some of them believe that like the Jews are their best friends and they okay, need them so, because okay, so maybe when, that's, the, gotcha. when, when the rapture the comes. rapture comes, we all get fucked. Mm. And <laughs> you, you need guys, to be touching a Jew as the rapture to, happens. You guys go to heaven. You, you guys are the cannon fodder. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Somebody told me that once. Like somebody's mom, they were like, "No, we love the Jews because of." And she told me the whole story. I'm like, I don't think you really love yeah, us. That's like, weird. <laughs> you love me now. <laughs> I liked how they talked about how transracialism is more completely believable and hard to dispute. Explain. We're we're all the same. You can have a bit of a bit of bit. So if you if you feel like you're identifying as a different sexuality, you could identify as a different race. Well, he, and, and that's not, actually not more natural, is what it's, you're saying. Not, yeah. Exactly. Well, he meant it's also more natural in the, in the way that like you could have an Irish dad who married an Indian woman. You know what I mean? And then you're you're Indian right. and you're Irish Asian so. or Asian. Yeah. Kanye it? thinks he's a Jew. <laughs> I think I'm black. That's sort of the similar extrapolation. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the gay the gay marriage and uh, just him his disdain for gay sex was obviously off putting. <laughs> his um, disdain for gay Joe sex Th- was off putting. <laughs> But it's just like, really, you can't just give, like, you tap out, just tap, tap a bit here instead of, but it's hard, holding he, this hard right line. He has a, a an audience, obviously, 
those people would leave him if he started that, yeah. agreeing with any part of that. Yeah. Well, that's a, uh, another just side. These are just discussions I don't even want to be involved in because it, you're never really going to get, even in three hours, you're never going to have a real um, conversation. I disagree. There is always like this part that you have to leave away in order to have a logical conversation. And to me, that's not logical anymore. That's like, we're making concessions to, uh, I don't know. Let me think about it for a while. I'll come back to it. 2.0. It's like, because people are devoutly religious, they can't be right about anything. No, no. I just, I guess I have a problem if you're so religious that you can't even um, accept any form of logic because it disagrees with your doctrine. I think that becomes... um, No, the real problem... That becomes a problem. I feel like the real problem is that none of them actually follow the doctrine to a T. All of them bend it when when it's convenient to them. They'll be like, oh, well, you know... If you really look into it, it's not like that. Or Well, that's what you were saying with the shellfish. There's a there's a rule in there that says you can't wear like a certain cloth on a certain day. That guy breaks that. It's just this one, this gay sex. Yeah, this one's in stone. This is, <laughs> the, well, it's like Ari's joke, right? Like I'm just never going to give on the ass fucking, you know? Yeah. The 60th, 60th ham water, 160th. If the ham touches your soup. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's so crazy at that point. It's ham soup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything over point, one soup with a little bit of ham. Yeah. In it. Which is cool. Go ahead. I don't think he wanted this to come up. Of course and, he and, didn't. And, no, but is, he did. He, he's, he could have like bailed on this. Like he was willing to talk about it, but his intention was never to, for the conversation to go in that direction. Well, no, because he, he kept saying to Joe, well, you brought this up and it was like, well, well no, uh, he brought up, Joe brought up the Bible. Yeah. He says, this is all based on religion, like you're saying. And he said, well, if you now if you bring up the Bible, then I have to talk about it. He was just saying from my moral perspective, and I don't want to force this on anyone. I don't want laws to be That's done. That's what I said, yeah. But I'm like I'm, I'm against it morally, just morally. But if you talk religiously, then fundamentally I'm against it because we don't do that. And it's wrong in your, your mind's eyes. But this is what he believes, and there's a, a lot of people that do it. So you, you have to figure out a way to live with these Marriage? People at this point should have nothing to do with religion. You can have a religious wedding or you can have not a religious wedding. It shouldn't impact at all the rules you get in society. Our society has nothing to do with religion. I know it does, but it shouldn't. Our government should have zero to do with religion. It's the separation of church and state. It's right there. Like, no, I agree. And I was going to say, Kamar, it's, you you were like you you got to learn to live with these people. Listen, if you if, live, you do live. I with know, these and people. I get it. But if this guy, we could all live with them if they were all like I. These are my beliefs. I hold them true. I live by them. I don't force them on anyone. This guy was almost blind to the fact that he was like, well, it's not like they're going to repeal gay marriage. Yes, the second they got rid of Roe v. Wade, that was like he Im- said he was surprised that they did Roe v. Wade, and he said that. But he also said that like, um, but just saying you're surprised again. 
he was surprised that that happened. And but he was like, but they're never going to repeal gay marriage. They've already. And talked. this this isn't just this guy's opinion. And then he's out there living. He's writing books about it. He's making movies against well, trans people. Hold on. Which I don't even know what his agenda anymore is. Is it really what he told Joe, or is this just a a religious push to make sure that nobody is different than what it says they should be in the Bible? You'll like, never know because you're not going to watch it. And also Ben Shapiro's whole network, like that's this is their whole thing, right? They're just trying to push like the the family and religion. Like I don't even think Ben Shapiro cares. That's the weirdest thing. He doesn't even care what religion you practice. He just wants you to be devoutly religious and have like a strong family, which I, have, I get it is good for America. I but. have zero problem with people who want to be religious. I totally get religion. I get this idea of wanting to believe in something. It doesn't mean that you have to hate other people. Like that's I agree. crazy. I agree. As soon as your doctrine starts to tell you that there are lessers and that you're better and somehow make the rules, like figure out a new path to take. And it doesn't mean you have to um, leave your religion behind. It just means that, look, we've come a long way since four or 5,000 years ago. Yeah. I hope he doesn't have hate. And I, I didn't feel like he was being hateful. I think he was just being devout. No, but it is hate. It really is hate. Like to, to, to not want that person to be able to have the same um, rights as you in marriage. Like there's something so inherently wrong about that. Um, yeah. I mean, I kind it of has nothing you, yeah. to do with God. They, they you're going to get married in front of everyone live their way. You're going to get married in front is. of a judge. It has nothing to do with God. You're not asking for God to accept you. You want the government to accept you so you can decide how your loved one, um, what kind of treatment they get, what, whatever the fuck it is. Like, it's so silly. It's it so gets, silly. It probably gets confusing because a lot of weddings are in churches. I don't think I've ever been to a wedding in a church, ever. What is it? But uh, what does that matter? That's probably a religious wedding. And you think marriage should have nothing to do with religion? I, I mean, it can. Have you ever been to a wedding without a priest? Or without some sort of religious... Um, yeah. Well, my my wedding didn't we have, have a, a religious person. You have been to a friend that can person. Marry, has married people. We got married by a uni, Unitarian minister. Oh, fair enough. I was just... I don't think... I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, most weddings I've been to, I think all of them, although I don't like weddings, so I don't tend to remember them. I think they all had some sort of religious... Someone. You know what I mean? I, I'm oh, Clearly, I don't know. Fucking priest. Whatever your people do. Rabbi. Uh, Rabbi, I, that thing, yeah. Don't care who gets married, but I think kids should wait till they're eighteen to do like drastic. Yeah, I agree. Listen, themselves. listen, that of course that seems obvious to most people because if you we don't let you vote or smoke or drink, why would we let you cut your? Because dick that's off or- totally logical. That's totally logical. I'm not. I don't believe that because the Bible says so. Yeah, I agree with that. You don't believe anything because the Bible says you like you don't believe the Bible. That's his point. I believe some stories in the Bible, but just like he anything else, you he pick and choose all of them. I don't know what to tell you. I I I, I just feel like it's uh, it, I respected him for being who he is. Listen, I, res- I agree with him or not. I respect that, too. I do. I still I stand with Simon where it's, you know, and, and I don't I don't think it's hateful. I just think he thinks marriage is one thing. 
and that means everything to him. So if he folds on that, then why don't I fold on everything? And what am I doing here? Again, if you have a religion, that's unfortunate. And you just want to do your thing and have other people do their thing. I guess fine. This guy's out there writing books, trying to change people's minds. That's what he's doing. Look, I go back to it. If you're going to follow this book, follow it to the fucking word or don't give me any of your bullshit. You're eating shellfish. You probably fucked a ton of chicks before you got married, which is all fine. And the whole idea of like, oh, well, Jesus died for my... Like, first of all, if Jesus died for your sins... Wow, it's really snowing in Buffalo. If Jesus died for your sins, then uh, sin away, right? Isn't that the idea? Like, if you can just go to confession once a week and that's it, why wouldn't you... That's all he had to say. Yeah. So like Jesus forgave everyone. I, I like. What can I do? Yes. But he he, did, he just couldn't word it that way. I don't think he wanted to. <laughs> Either way, it was refreshing to see Joe for once, because like, <clears throat> it's a weird like if we do one of those lines like you have Adam ruins everything, where it starts with trans and Joe just has his way with this gentleman, never comes back. Pretty much ends his life. We've never heard it from him again. And then you go, you draw a direct line to Matt Walsh, where they start off agreeing with um, the transgender issue for kids. And then it goes right to gay marriage, where Joe Adam ruins everything this guy for like an hour and a half. and was like, no, no, you're just wrong. Which was, again, refreshing, because Joe, a lot of the times when he has these agreement fests with these people, he won't push back that hard. He'll just be like, okay, whatever, you you think that, and that's fine. But- uh, f- uh, yeah, Totally. But he was really like, Joe was like, no, listen, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm not going to sit here and have you say that you think, which is crazy because again, Joe's in Texas now. So, but I thought, I think I told you this. I think this was like a perfect opportunity and Joe's not stupid. He sees this to take a stand here on this point because it shows that he's not, you know, totally biased to this opinion that he obviously agrees with about not transitioning kids before they're ready you know can i tell you something though it doesn't matter because like people that are far on the left they're not going to look they're not going to hear this episode no one if you send someone who's super like woke or on the left a clip of joe rogan being like look this is what he thinks they'll be like i don't care i'm not watching that. no this is for like a middle person though who doesn't Maybe, like joe yeah, because he no. comes off too no rough, see what you're trying to show but them and this shows him trying to as, say why uh, he's not crazy like he's somewhat reasonable in the fact that if you're defending someone we're just in a weird place already yeah just listen to what these two people say like you almost have to blind taste test it like who is it oh he, just listen voices maybe disguise joe's voice i was just gonna say yeah yeah put all, a- all the so many prejudices are there of what people think something is i wonder if this guy believed in dinosaurs hey G- oh it would hey, be great to have him across with randall and graham <laughs> Hey, Jamie, pull that up. Why is this FX not working? What's going on here? Anyway. So what do we, that's it? He had a really bad showing. Joe, like me, was like, it's a great documentary. Great documentary. Sung the praises of it for weeks. And then I was like, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. It's the best religious documentary Joe's ever seen, obviously. I I, I I have to get you to watch it, but call it something else. I, hey, wait a second. This is... Kamar, I would be interested, though, because you saw it before, before you knew anything about this guy. I, I'd be interested to know if you watched it again now with with fresh eyes, what you thought about it. I think it. it 100% the same. It's just... No, but see, I, that's a problem. No, no. I don't, I, whatever you think he cut out, like him... 
Uh, hold on. It seems like he shoots it very straight, like ask the same people the exact same question, like in a very controlled interview. You're missing my point. He probably asked the same question to everyone in a very controlled interview. But like libs of TikTok, you can just pick and choose the craziest of answers from Congress yeah, people. I, and I know, but you have to, you'd have to like, for that one particularly, the, the camera's like this. No, the but whole you, time, so it'd be different. Kim, you'd have to put that lens on every single document you watch. Kamar, you understand though that he could easily just say, "I'm not going to put in anybody who disagrees with what my purpose is." Yeah, and no, no. What I'm also saying under is that reason the people he did choose are hilarious. What I'm also saying is someone he could have spoken to someone really smart who was like on the left who gave him an answer that he that made a ton of sense that he just didn't like or match up with what he felt yeah, that, and then just I, left it on the cutting room that's floor. Exactly that's exactly what I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's but what the I stuff he did said. keep is hilarious. That's yeah. All. And that's no, but that's why my point was like simply it, that it, it's entertainment. If, if not even like you don't learn anything, I get it. I was just saying like libs of TikTok. If I sat down with 2000 people and asked them what a woman is, I might be able to pull 15 batshit crazy people that answered, you know what I mean? And then I just use those. And in that lens, you're like, holy shit, the world has gone to shit. But in reality, if I showed you the other 1,950 people I interviewed, you might be like, oh, wait, these people all had fairly straightforward answers. I understand. I know you understand. Saying. It's still, it's a good documentary. I give it, I give it a one. He really, he really stank. Like he just, <laughs> he had no momentum. He's not, he's not a funny guy. Oh no, this guy's like Which is surprising because the documentary's funny, like But I don't think it's meant to be funny. I think oh, he's trying oh, to embarrass people. No, right? it's sort of like um um almost like a who's the other who's the big fat guy? Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Just these things like what is this? And then you talk to this person. I mean I have to I have like to watch that. it. I, I think you do and with the same lens. It's interesting. Keep in mind, I agree with his stance on... It, it, the, it was a wild somersault. My point, like Simon said, is agreement. I would perf I would have preferred if it was made by someone who didn't have such wild um, <laughs> religious tendencies. That's all. It's better to not know. Listen, ignorance is bliss always, right? Yeah, he, he wasn't... Uh, he. Oh, whatever. I, I'm. I was just so happy to see. I was just cheering Joe the whole time. I thought it was great. Oh, you don't thought hear that every week. I thought Joe did the right thing and um, really kind of gave both sides of a coin that he didn't have to show. He could have just agreed with this guy. They could have had a jerk off fest and listen. End of conversation. Listen, Joe has some right-wing tendencies, but we forget that Joe grew up in, like, a hippie commune pretty much and, like, moved around a lot. He, Joe has seen a lot of people in his life. He's been around Hollywood. He's been around a lot of gay people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's this heartless prick. Like, he, I don't know, he understands, and it was nice to see. Either way, this episode fucking stunk. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I give it a one. I'll give it a two because it was nice to see Joe push back. Sure, there was some there was there was some value in listening to this it's episode. Worth but it, a three for the pushback alone. Sure, as far as just hearing this guy talking, it was, and then it just got annoying because it was like, you know, you knew he was never gonna, like I said, have this moment where he was like, you know what, maybe you are right, and I kind of see what you're saying because he wasn't allowed to do that. He was bound by. Um, 
thinks he has to believe. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's all. All right, come on. Let's move on. 1896, Bjorn Lomborg. Not a scientist. Sounds like a uh, IKEA uh, item. I'm sure he's a Bjorn Lomborg. <laughs> he's a product of IKEA money. Once this guy brought out Mountain Dew off the rip, I was like, I don't even know if I can believe anything this guy says. He's What's wrong with Mountain Dew? What isn't wrong with Mountain Dew? Are you fucked? Well, you drink Coke, like yeah. So what's the difference? The poison I'm putting in my body has a flavor that is worth poisoning your body no. for. What do you mean no? No, you Coke is bitter. Would you imagine Randall Carlson with a big bottle of Mountain Dew beside him? Of though? course. Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. Yes. So, I, so I, I understand the flavor profile you're talking about in Mountain Dew, but it, there's Mountain no Dew's nice fantastic. way to there's no nice way to say what I'm about to say. Randall Carlson seems like a real piss bottle type of guy, doesn't he? Like, am I crazy when I say that? <laughs> like he's pissing in a bottle? Yeah, like he probably has a desk that is just covered in in garbage and that somewhere in that mess is a <laughs> bottle of piss. <laughs> that he forgot about. Where he was too lazy to, yeah. All right. Uh, let me get high here. The blue bin does nothing. Well, in Ottawa, it does nothing. No, in, I'm pretty sure he's... He, okay, he you think it's over to Ottawa. <laughs> um, uh, you're talking about recycling? Yeah. Hold on. Some things do get recycled. Yeah, but not it, in it, does, it does nothing to... In Ottawa, some things do get recycled. It like is what? just not very many of the things that you think you're most recycling. Doesn't. Most do- Some and most. Most doesn't. I just like the facade of, like, they're making us do this thing. When in reality, they're like, but we're just bringing it all to the same place and dumping it in the same place. Like, but you guys, it's like a weird fucking like you. I hope you guys feel good about what you're doing because we're just sending it to Indonesia and like dumping it in the ocean. Like, we don't give a fuck. Sends it to Indonesia and China because they're like, you don't have the heart. Whatever, they just dump. Yeah, China's like, we'll dump it in the ocean. No problem. No feelings, man. Like. They're like, we'll even put it in a current where it ends up back in Vancouver. It's like going to someone to shoot your dog or something. Yeah. Unbelievable. And then they, they just burn it. Oh, yeah. That's what we should do is burn it. Well, Simon's been saying that forever. They burn it and they turn it into energy. Like yeah. it was, it they're was not just burning huge, it. As huge, but it should all be like burnt. I'm not going to lie. You can scrubbers what, or whatever. What you, he's saying is that the burning it um, frees up so much space and whatever that it's way better for the environment in the end. I'm dead serious. You could go back like 150 episodes and you'll hear Simon say, we should just be burning garbage for energy. I, I say I'm not it, kidding. I say it all the time. Amsterdam does it. Like, I, I know. I just, do it too. I just was giving yeah. you your... Thank you, man. I yeah, appreciate your that. Your just desserts. My just desserts. His all angle, his whole angle was uh, problem-benefit ratio. Yeah. So with the gas in the tank, when it was knocking to fix how you put lead, but then that's really sick. So measures that you do, primarily getting rid of fossil fuels. To clean the place up, he thinks it, the ratio isn't there. But there's lots of other things we can do. Well, I mean, nuclear is the perfect example, right? Like, if you look at the ratio of good compared to the bad, that chart would be like way miss. Right? There's been three accidents. Yeah, but he also pointed out he was like those accidents were absolute monstrous disasters. So it's a it, it is a weighted thing, of course. Yes, but again, they were they were caused by like obvious human um deficiency you know listen the 60s was probably not the time to be building nuclear reactors but there Uh, wasn't as many cars driving around 
Yeah. It, it, it's just like how we got here to this <laughs> moment is with fossil fuels. Yeah. Yep. And to think we will continue our meteoric rise to technological no, but this utopia. Guy, yeah, you you've you've been pushing this for months, exactly. but he also said, Kamar, he was like, we would be crazy not to invest a ton of money into new green technology. And he said most of it's not going to work, but eventually someone will come up with something, well, no, some alternative. And he X said, factor. and we say that all the time. Exactly. Technology. X factor. X factor is going to make it so that there is no more pollution. And I think the fossil fuels get us faster to X factor than the chipper choppy. No, I didn't. I disagree. Yeah, like you're fine. talking about that's mass fine. computing at this point. That really, do we need fucking fossil fuels for that to make a computer run? Uh, yeah, yeah. kind of. Supply chain. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, supply yeah. chain. No, you're Just missing everything. my point. Like, it's an idea. The next, the way we're going to get out of this is with an idea. And that idea is going to come from, not from fucking driving cars and, and. He, he acknowledged burning, it's an issue. Uh, but he acknowledged there was not an issue making people panic about this. Because yeah, I there agree. are other Agreed. things that are really bad for human health, for humanity. Kamar. That are more attainable, as well as trying to change everything to electric or whatever. It felt like this guy had listened to our podcast and wanted to tell everyone at the table that it was okay. Like, he wanted to be like, Kamar, you're right. Matt, you're right. Simon, you're right. Every one of you is a little right. Because it seemed like that's what he was saying. Like, yeah. he's a statistician. I said to you a while ago, we're, no, we're nowhere fucking close to getting off fossil fuels. I know that. But I I'm also, I also say... We should be taking steps to try to attain that. I think it's crazy to just bury your head in the sand and say we're never getting away from this. But he's saying we are. They do. Yeah. Take steps. The steps are being taken. Yeah. yeah. So everyone should be happy. Listen, we're doing the right thing. But this alarmist panic. This guy was brought in because of the painting. Yeah. And this happened just in uh, BC. Yeah, with today. maple syrup <laughs> and the glue on the wall. I also it dawned on me that you might think I'm a climate. Um, alarmist I'm not I don't like I think we should be taking the right steps but I'm not going to rallies I don't post on <laughs> yeah. I just when I say this to you I do genuinely think that uh, corporations and the government need to make sure that everyone is taking steps in the right direction I know we're going to use fossil fuel for a while People's panic is unproductive. Kamar's basically angry at electric cars. That's what it's this switch over to electric cars. That's where it's going to cost the common man money. Everything else, Matt's exactly right. Like just force um, Amazon to pay their share of um, whatever you're trying to get them to pay. That covers all the money you need anyways. It should have nothing to do with us and driving electric cars because we know that that is such a tiny little drop in the bucket. All of the cars combined isn't one ship bringing over your sneakers from China. Like, Well, and he said what I said a while ago that he was like, the U.S. is only 12% of the world's pollution. So even if the U.S. tomorrow became completely carbon neutral, the problem has not even fucking right, been close to going away. I'll just fight back a little there sure. with, you have to do it here first. If you don't yeah. do it, nobody is going to do it. And when you do it here, that forces the hand of Europe and it forces the hand of some other places. And eventually, 
you get to a more than less type of situation. Look, the U.S. has always been a lead by example nation. So I agree with you totally. But I, I also know that like, you know, like he said, developing nations, <coughs> they're like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. We're trying to catch. We're playing catch up here big time. It's, so it's better to deal with heat than cold. You'd rather be hot than cold. The richer we, we get, the less people die. And that's what he's saying. 6.5 billion people are not in this, uh, are not concerned about first world problems like saving the planet or any, anything else for that matter that we yeah, they're worried about are their stressing next meal. about every day on the news. They're worried about making a dollar a week or whatever. Yeah, but that doesn't are mean. Are these people who are polluting a lot though? Like most of those people don't drive cars. You know no, what I'm saying? They're just starting to pollute. Um, 300,000 people died in a hurricane in Bangladesh. How many? 300,000. Jesus Christ. Well, it actually, it was called a cyclone. But uh, he said it's easier to mitigate the effects of hurricanes, build better houses if you're going to build a house right on the water, and um, th- then to get rid of fossil fuels. So th- th- in that argument of the hurricane, clamps on roofs, whatever, There's, there's, it's easier to... These things are still going to happen. So instead of cutting everything for that vein, just accept it. Listen, right, a, it. right away, you know, if Elon is involved in it, it is not for the people. So Probably electric true. cars, not for the people. It's for Elon. It's for fat cats to make money. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. I said it though, like if, even if Elon is a fucking shyster, the fact that he got other companies to build EV cars is a positive for the world, yep. correct? You got to start somewhere, right, boys? You have to um, agree with that, Simon. And, and I mean, I do and I don't because I think just like we're going to find out that in order to make the electric cars run, you have to have a certain amount of something that we don't have enough of. It's just another... You're taking two steps forward for one step backwards. I think Elon, if he really wanted to help the world, he would be doing it in a different way. It wouldn't be through um, well, for, okay, hold on, making Let's, cars he's never going to deliver to people. I think the I'm not certain about this, but I think we can make. I think the problem with these EV cars is the chips and everything has a catch. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. this was benefit to uh, problem ratio. Was was his whole thing? He was a Steven Pinker for environment because he was just a statistician. So, well, if you look at this stat, if you look at this data, it says this. And I again, he wasn't denouncing climate change at all. He was just saying it's something that we should worry about. But there's other things we can worry about that we can do better. If the reason why we're fighting climate change is to save people's lives, correct. And if we go into the next episode... Are we trying to save the planet? Well, we can't do that. As we know in the next next pod. No, but sorry, climate change. People who are fighting for climate change, they're trying to save the planet. They're not trying to save other people. That's not possible. Yeah, you are. Hold on. The idea of saving the planet is not... No one cares. We don't care about the planet per se. We care about us being able to live here on the planet. That's all we care about. So when, when we talk about saving lives through, like, uh, climate change, we mean down the road. Are we worried about saving lives or are we worried about saving trees? Lives. Lives. It's got to be lives. Uh, it's got to be lives. Okay. The trees don't care about us. The animals don't care about us. 
Nature is no crew or can't. So we could use all like um, electric cars and get off of gas, but we'll just all be living in like electronic cities and there'll be no more trees and stuff. No, like we're doing this for the planet. Yeah. Again, though, Simon, it may be that. I'm not, I'm not, well, at that point, that. you might as well just Simon, live on hold Mars. On, hold on, hold on. What's the point? Let's extrapolate this further. If you really wanted to save the planet, the best way to do that would be to kill every single okay, human Okay, well, being. we're not going to do that. So we need is, to live in harmony. That was what exactly what I was saying. What we're trying to do is not so much save the planet. We're trying to make it so that we can continue to live here on the planet, off the planet. As in, like, we're living off the planet. Like, it's feeding us. It's, right? That's the idea. That's what we're trying to save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the guess. planet is just a rock. It will be around. We know this. Uh, and according to him, America produces 12% of the pollution on that rock. That's what I said. I, I said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, adding yeah, yeah, to yeah. what you say. So yeah. that's the other 88%. That's good math right there. Strong. <laughs> I'm still questioning it. <laughs> Do you guys remember Monsanto? Yeah. He talked about Monsanto. That when I was younger, a younger man, that was sort of the conspiracy. When you smoke a dope, certain people like Monsanto's changed all the seeds. You're patting the seeds, farmers are killing the themselves. The seeds. That was like two weeks ago. Well, it wasn't because they got bought by. Uh, was it BlackRock? No, it was like yeah, it was Bayer. Bayer, yeah. Bayer bought them. Yeah. Oh my god. So everything's still smooth. For how smoothly. much, Kamar? Uh, 144 billion. 66 billion in an all cash deal. <laughs> 60 all cash. 66 billion. But Jesus. he argues it's very difficult to really uh ascertain between the natural cycle of the planet and human contribution. At the end of the day, again, I think he was just trying to temper people pan- panic about climate change from these demonstrators you just keep seeing. They're doing these things that aren't doing anything to save the planet. Yeah, that really is the dumbest shit of all time. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? And what right does a nation say? You can say we can lead by example, but what right does a nation say to you? You have to start cleaning up your act. You should find out the like weird hippie. There's ca- no right. We should find out the weird hippie cafe they all hang out at, and then go like destroy it for whatever cause we care about. You know what I mean? There's no weird flex. Well, no, but it just, it's the same thing. It doesn't make sense. Why would you destroy something? They're just trying to get attention. It's like, but why do it that way? Why not go light uh, yourself on fire? Oh, that's way better. Yeah. Right. Like that's what the um, Tibetan monk did. That got tons of attention. No, apparently a guy did that at the white house and no one cared, but I think he was a right winger. (laughs) That that makes sense. Well, but it's not supposed to make sense. But and politicians are using it, he suggested, uh, by saying there's a problem, we have a solution. In a war they can't fight, the war on terror, the war on climate. Well, first of all, we know that these assholes are mm. all invested in all sorts of shit. So I'm sure they're all invested in like green companies that are eventually gonna tank, but they're gonna make a ton of money. Who government people? The Nancy Pelosi's of the world, yeah, for yeah, sure. The Pelosi's. He thought uh, contraception, mal- malnutrition, and education were all three areas that you could focus more energy on than worrying about uh, climate change that would make the world a better place and probably save the planet as well. Just 
stop being alarmist about climate change. Yes, except it's happening and except people are making efforts. Governments are giving money to companies that their solar farm fails, but that makes a new generation of four down $20 trillion later. It does work. But that's but, a weird flex. You could be like, you could also say the same thing about um, malnutrition. You could be like, oh, there's enough government programs concentrated on malnutrition. There's people working on it, right? Well, there aren't, but everyone is worried about the but climate. But how do you know there aren't? They're worried about, but that's what he was saying. But well, but we know there are tons of like in the states, for example, there's tons of programs that feed. Maybe there should be more. I, I have an interesting story uh, in the post, Joe, about uh, food waste in Canada. Yeah, there's a lot. It, it's quite wild. So uh, he just he just said th- these are real issues in the world that are, are as grave as climate changes to the actual way we live, and we have to accept that we got here this way, right? We have to be grateful for this amazing life we live. For sure. But can you accept that just because it was this way, it doesn't mean that we couldn't have gotten to the same place not being so, like, just leaving fucking death and destruction in our path? No, we'd be in a different place. Yeah, but Kamar, you often argue that we'd be better off living as, like, nomads in huts. So it's a weird flex for you to... It'll be interesting when we get in the next episode... I, interventions and alterations and stuff. Who's to say? Like if if but we are here now. This is the system. If businesses had been forced to like um, take on the, you know, when you go camping, yeah, you don't. You actually take something out, meaning like you don't leave it better than when you found it. Yeah, you mm-hmm. don't leave any garbage. But also, if you see garbage, you take that. That's yeah. just it's like the the rules of camping. Um, if everybody had just done that from the start, it, like we would have gotten here eventually, guys. It just would have maybe taken a couple of extra years. But again, behind us would be green forest instead of burnt fields, you know? But like, behind us is green forest. Okay, dude, when you go, go to some factory and look at all the shit they dump into the ocean and then tell me that we're doing the right thing, Kamara. And don't, the, the. We're doing the only thing to be where we are at. That's no, hold on. Saying. Yeah, yeah I, but that's where I you're mean, wrong. This, like that's just all silly. the plastic, that's hold silly. on. All we the, where we're at. We're just, we are where we're at. Yeah, because we're fucking gross. Hold on. We are where we're and at. So we, and you guys are saying we should have done it a different way and the world would be a better place. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Keep saying that. that that's that's not contributing to moving forward. And what what? Holy fuck! Do. Us us not throwing garbage into the ocean like that's just a no brainer. No, come on. You understand how change Dumping works, right? Dumping gas, anything is like everything we did was bad. We're bad. Come on. We are changing it for the better. Change works like this. You look back at how you did things and you go, "Oh wow, I really fucked that time in my life up because I was doing X." And then you try to cut X out of your life. By making your life better. And then you think about what the world would be like had you done those things. Yes, occasionally. That's how you get better. So this is what I'm saying is we're sitting here going. You get better by imagining what the world would be like? Kamar, yes. Huh? I know you. I know that. Listen, I know that occasionally you buy like a Hotep Jesus book, read half of it, and then don't improve your life. But yeah, if you want to improve your life, Kamar, you think to yourself, what could I have done differently to make it better? And then you start implementing said thing. So yeah, what Simon's saying is if we had looked back and said, hey, you know what? Making sure that every piece of plastic ended up in the ocean, that we didn't have to do that to end up where we are right now. But you're saying, no, 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 and without a I doubt. if I did do that, there'd be flamingos on my lawn and life would be better. Like, it, it's irrelevant to what the world would be like 
had we been better stewards of the planet, right? Because we're here, we're where we're at, and that's what we're <laughs> real. Yeah, and again, I'm telling you, you get better in the future by looking back and going, we could have done this differently. You're saying, let's just live with blinders and just move forward doing at, at everything. At any cost. Yeah. At any cost. Well, no, just, that's, that's the extreme view. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I look at the world, what it's like now. Okay. Because what we did is how we got here. I don't look at the world, what like... Okay, yes, that like, is look the at way. The world, if we were worse polluters, if we had done nothing that we've done in the last, say, 30 years, we've been taking renewable energies and all that seriously. Had we not done anything we're doing? How about that? Had we taken no measures to save the planet up to now, how much worse it would be? But I'm just curious. There are other countries out there that have done this for the last 30 years, um, and they're where we are. So your, your argument is like kind of weird because like, Again, we, we figured out that Costa Rica runs almost 100% off its fucking wind energy. Wait, I'm just going to have to disagree, though, Matt. They're not the most, uh, Advanced, they're not the yeah. richest, most capitalistic country in the world. Okay, fine. But I'm saying. I, I know, I'm being facetious. Like, is our life here that much better than somebody who lives in, like, Denmark or um, uh, the Netherlands or some other place that they have a perfectly fine life and yet they're not, you know, dumping all their garbage into the ocean. And I believe the world is working as hard as it can around the clock to save the planet because that's all they say they're doing. No, but that, you know, that's you really think that. But do you think it's because the, the politicians are like, holy fuck, those kids with the. Um, those kids of the painting, really, we got to turn around. Like no. right now, there's a climate summit going on right yeah. now. Well, again, talking about these emissions that we're not going to miss, but they say we're we're doing as much as we can. How about that? So there's no reason to get alarmist. We are on it. Okay, we're on it. I guess. I guess we're on it. I mean, look, you may be right, Kamar. Maybe we are on it, and that's all we can ask. That's what we have to do. But but I don't believe that we're on it. But I don't feel you. Either as like really scared for the environment. I'm not, but at the same time, I think that giant companies should do their part in and, cleaning and, up after themselves. And I think they are. Okay. Because I, sure. we learned from what we did wrong. Yeah. How to change that. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. And we're, and we're the, doing as best we can. So there's no reason to be alarmist about it. That's all. Hold on. But we just, it's a weird, you just... You just said, we don't even recycle. All of it ends up in the same place. But then in the same breath, you're like, we're doing everything we can. We're clearly not. If we actually recycled everything. We fixed acid rain. Those are those scrubbers I think he was talking about. The catalytic converter, he said, fixed. The um, ozone layer, that was a problem. It ain't a problem anymore. There was one, he talked about a car, but then it got muddled because I looked it up about a car that purified the air. He was okay. Joe was amazing. Joe was arguing that the Porsche, the new Porsche, had like some air intake. Jeremy Corbin, yeah. or not, Corbin. not Jeremy Corbin. The, 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 the alien. The guy. point being is, if that was a real technology, it is not. Imagine every car actually purified the air and got energy from what it took in. That'd be a super creation. Again, in the next podcast, we'll talk about something maybe possibly like that. Again, he's on his Christopher Walken. 
next podcast, maybe we talk. Again, I do. Every time we have this argument, it's exactly the same thing. We agree with you, Kamar, but we want you to say that human beings aren't doing the best they can. Oh, I don't want I him don't to say, believe that. First of all, I'm Why beyond. I'm beyond getting Kamar to say anything. He. It's like debating with a religious zealot. Simon, when Kamar has a when, when I put when, up garbage as a kid, whoa, it was just bags. Simon, what? It was just bags. There's no different bins. There was no even even possible separation. Yeah, like these are all efforts. Being You've put seen forward. our dump, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Shouldn't be like that. We don't need a big dump like that. That <sighs> they could all just burn that shit. But that's how we got here. Oh, you think you think that- by making mistakes? What, you think the government is more useless than anybody? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, why do you trust them on making the right decision for the fucking garbage or for the environment? Like, they're obviously not doing the right thing. They're useless. You, your um, <laughs> assertions are based just on fear because you you have no uh, evidence. You know what I mean? Do I seem afraid to you about the environment? You, you, no, you don't. But you cannot tell me what we could be doing better. To save the planet. I can. Burn our garbage. Make energy out of it. And I, period. And I agree with that. Instead of having a fucking ski hill of garbage. Then that's what that's what we learned from this. We're not doing enough. We have to start burning garbage. And nuclear. We all agreed on nuclear. Okay. And yeah. you think from what we learned in the I, past, I we know. wouldn't go ahead with nuclear. I think we will go ahead with nuclear eventually because we're not going to have a choice. We have to. I want to. If they want to be clean, then we have to. That's the next logical step. It's he said going clean. vegetarian is not save the planet. There's no. Well, there's we go no, through. We've been through this a lot. This vegetarian. There's no statistical yeah. stuff that says that. And there's only enough natural fertilizer for four billion people. That's interesting. So that just means industry must carry on until your renewables can. So there's create. not enough fertilizer, and there's only like sixty um, soil turnovers left. Oh, I think there's less than that, but well, yeah. It is, no, it's like 59 or something. I think we have 59 years before the soil runs out. Yeah, we're in a lot of trouble, yeah. Like, I mean, but, look. But to Kamar's if that, point. If that is true. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. To Kamar's point, point, 59 years is hopefully enough time to figure that out. Yes. To that's what factor that, it. That's where we're actually at. Yes. It actually has to be technology. And you probably, obviously, you'd think of it not where you thought it was that. Keep it, uh, listen, there was a guy a few years ago who created, and it looked disgusting. It was like a semen-like fluid. I think he called it Soylent. And it was uh, like like that shit in the Matrix. Remember in the Matrix, that goo they ate? Yeah. Where he was like, it's the perfect amino mix of whatever. This guy created this, and he lived off it for a month. He didn't eat anything else. He just drank water and lived off this cum-like substance. It's not perfect, and it's a terrible way to be like, poor people should just live off this cum-like substance, but... If something like that could be created, where, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That cuts down on the amount of food we need, the amount of fertilizer. Like, Well, I don't even, you don't even need to do it that way. You, you know what I mean? I'm just like, saying if it came to that, Simon, if we came down to a point where we have not figured it out in 58 years and we're literally like, there is no more food. Well, I, I think just harping back to something brilliant I said last week. Oh, here, yeah, um, yeah. The idea that you make McDonald's or Harvey's or any of these fast food restaurants into something that takes zero use from the world. You know, you're not having to kill animals. You're not having to pick vegetables. Just make it all artificial because it's all artificial anyways. Like 
you know what I'm saying? Just make the bread taste good. It doesn't have to be bread. It's exactly what you're saying, Matt, except we don't have to eat cum. You can still eat McDonald's. There, there, that's a, you yeah, would that's get a, a, a lot of abuse off of the Do we all agree land. that we'd have some sort of um, genetically made industrial meal to make all fast food? But it tasted, it just was like it, but it's just. This is, we, this was my brilliant plan last week. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just, it is back again. I was just. Fireplaces are bad. Don't think it. you're saving the planet if you're toasted by the fire. I don't know what he said there. What? I love that you thought. <laughs> I love the idea that someone right now is not running a furnace. They're just, they just have a fireplace going. They're like, I'm really doing this for the environment. <laughs> no, but just, they're pointing out those are really bad for the climate. Fireplaces. Yeah. Imagine what forest fires do. I love that this guy's like, there is no problem with the environment. Everything that we did got us here. Fireplaces are bad. <laughs> I agree with climate change. I just say it's the only way we got to this moment in time right now. So move on. I mean, that's just like one of those arguments you can't win. You know what I mean? Because he does that. He's good at this. True. There. This is how we got here. I can't show you an alternate reality where we did it one inch different and it worked out the same way anyways. And I have no proof of that. That's how people think. I mean, hate to bring it back up, but that was Matt Walsh said. He said, it's not against the individual. It's, I think, if everyone were a family, society in general would be better. And and he'd be right or wrong. But you'd well, only know 30 he years He probably later. is right. You know, he's right. But two men don't not make a family. That's why there's no Christian left. Like, they, make a, no they might make left. a better family. But don't you feel it was the same thing as Ali Sadiq? Yeah. It that was, same it, argument? No, it was the, the same... Well, he he was trying to get a little more rational about it, but Ali Sadiq was, it was the exact same thing. That's why I re- No, the difference it. is Ali Sadiq isn't writing books about like. I should have brought that up in the post show. This is how the the world should be. He's just making sure he was like, ah, I'm just, I'm a, just a comedian, but I do feel this way. This guy actually wrote a book about like family faith and, you know. This is why I regret bringing it up. Feathered friend. This is why I regret bringing it up. This guy was a Steven Pinker for uh, global warming. Yes, everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, right. Everything's way better than it was. I give it a three. But I don't think that's necessary. And things get better if we get richer, and we're going to get richer if we keep using the fossil fuels we do as, as we're going along versus being drastic and trying to hamper ourselves. To make the world a better place. It feels like your solution is full fill the o- full fill the oceans with garbage. No. Because if we make enough money from dumping our waste, then we can come back and clean it up later. Yeah. Because we'll at that point we'll have enough money to make a machine that sucks all that shit up. And all I'm saying is just burn your garbage and leave the ocean alone. And what burn your garbage, leave the ocean alone. You have my support on that. I give it a three, sure. I give this episode a two, and I give Kamar a one and a half. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are going to take a break. I doubt we're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. We're back. We're back, baby. Thank you to no one. Thank you to you guys, the listeners, for keeping this fucking thing alive. Kamar, 
Can we get Simon's wet dream, please? 1897, Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You sound really excited. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the one thing I'm going to start just by saying for this episode, before I even talk about Graham Hancock or Randall Carlson. Carlson. Randall. Randall. Um, Joe. Joseph. Joe should, the same way he takes a week out to hunt every year, yep. he should take a week out of every year. He should be going and visiting if he loves it so much. If I could do that, I would. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would get on a plane and fly to. If I had a private jet, of course oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I if if I had the access that it's he true, would yeah. have, if I knew the people he knew. It's such a no-brainer to me that it really makes me question whether he's actually a fan of this show. Well, hold on. Can I can I uh can I offer Joe extend an olive branch? Um sure. You're forgetting all the other things that he can do, all the other avenues that are open to him. Like, let me just ask you, if you can do everything in the world, is that tops on your list to go to these ancient sites? If I can do anything in the world. Like I'm saying, you could be in Vegas at the fights. You could be at the O2 Arena performing. Yes, you could... this would, yes, Matt. Okay, for fair. sure. But again, sure. I think it it is more, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it is more important to you than it is to Joe. I think we can both agree with that. You would think that the way Joe talks about it, that it would be very important to him until it actually comes time to do anything. I mean, listen, I get what you're saying, like, most people have the opportunity to go to these places. Not a lot of people have the opportunity to go with Graham Hancock. And listen, most people can't go to these places, Maddie. Like, they don't have the money. They don't have the means. They don't have the time. They work. They set their own schedule. Joe makes it seem like he has to do anything. He could go. He could do it. Bank the... Oh, I'm sorry. Bank the podcast. He could. He just doesn't want to. So, well, you know... I find it odd. Anyways, let moving on because it doesn't I, really matter. Can I ask you a question though? I think it's one of those things where is there anyone in your life where um you're like friends with someone but you would never want to meet them outside of that setting? Does that exist for either of you? Like maybe a work friend who you're really close with at work, oh, but like if so they're like, do you want to go for a drink on the weekend? And in your head, you're like, absolutely never in a that million exists. years. Yep. Yeah, you have to like that's happened to you in your life. I think yeah. it's kind of the same thing with Joe and these guys where he's like, I enjoy having them in my space for a set period of three hours, but like to go camping for like a week. Ooh. No, that's on, fine. On, so on, Joe on, could just on. go on his own or, you know, hold on, whatever. Hold on, hold on. Um, pump the brakes. Okay. You guys haven't seen any of the the series. No, no. Uh, I told Simon it was out, but he didn't there watch lies it. the difficulty. Well, I didn't have time. I, Why I was, is that a difficulty? I don't think there's anything in that series that Joe you're is very tell me. involved in the series. He's very so he involved. He probably went to some of these places. Well, he, there's a lot of like interesting. The, the episode's like a half hour, and then the flash to Joe. Like he's very involved in it. Mm-hmm. I would argue that this project that Graham did is because of Joe Rogan. It, oh, it definitely is. Like someone years ago who's a Netflix executive got in there and, and got behind this. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's sort of come full circle. Think about Joe's life. There's a chance that in one weekend he 
performed with Dave Chappelle, um, did voice work for a Freddie Gibbs album, did a Graham Hancock documentary, recorded a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, think about the week. Like, what did you do this week, Joe? Like, you know what, where we sit down? How was your week? Oh, I watched this. I watched that. By the way, hold on. Why is it that when the last three weeks we've asked how your week is, you haven't brought up Love is Blind? Oh, Love is Blind is my Why did you favorite show ever. And you know what starts tonight? My other favorite show ever. Yellowstone. Howdy. Yellowstone. He changed the subject real quick there. This no, no, guy loves I, Love dude, is Blind. I love Love is Blind. It is such a goddamn train wreck. It's so funny. It's so funny, man. Like, it is. It is my guilty pleasure. I love it. Love it. You... You know, most reality shows, it's like give or take. You could it could be a disaster. It could not be a disaster. Hundred mm-hmm. percent disaster. Hundred percent disaster. Even the success stories are disasters. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm, I didn't mean to veer off yeah, the Randall Carlson. I just back, had back on the, to that, cover. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, buy some time in a post show. Write it down for the post show. Write it down for the post show. Simon's on it. Love is blind. Uh, something, something about water moves the same speed. And that's how you can gauge erosion. I was over my head. That's pretty cool though, right? Just the law of water, how it flows. I don't know. Um, Graham Hancock's been referred to as a pseudoscientist, fraud, charlatan. (laughs) And he's back, baby. He's back. I love how, I love how human and butthurt he is about it. I, 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 no, I, with him. No, I I have flipped. I am, I am, I am, I am so like, it's so crazy what's going on. I am too. Bigger than everything. You're missing my point. I, I love, like, he's a, a proper English gentleman and you normally that type is the type to be like, you know, bygones be bygones. Yeah. Just, oh, well, you know, it's, uh, I understand, but he's like. These dirty cocksuckers have really railroaded me, Joe. Like, I'm not even allowed at these sites. Can you fucking believe? Like, but then he says, but I put one over with yeah. them when I read the letter of me being banned from the site in front of the yeah. site, Joe. And then we drove our drones yeah. over top and Check got the footage mates. we needed anyways. Well, Joe, Netflix has quite the drone selection. But he went to a lot of sites. He went once you see the thing, and where I'm meeting him now is these sites when they were mint would have looked so insane. Yeah, probably. And so futuristic for today's standards. But the decay and the weather and the the, the why, because they're everywhere in South America or all over the world. In the world, well, he talked about the serpent is way older. Like the things these people did, it does it does it doesn't make sense how the hunter and gatherer all of a sudden like you know what let's stay here and carve a face in this rock for a hundred years, <laughs> no, for five thousand or, or, or whatever it is, just all of a sudden feel possessed. Well, the flip I got nothing else to do. The flip side of that is that everything they were doing, they were doing for their gods, right? So of course they would spend five thousand years carving the face of their God into a rock because that's the ultimate. I'm not saying that's what they did, but that would be the counter argument. They talked about, um, well, he didn't talk about it as much, but he does talk about it, especially how pyramids will be pyramids built upon pyramids. (coughs) 
<laughs> yeah, they're yeah, always like on top of each civilizations other. Civilizations. Yeah. Well, this is adopted. what we're saying. That's why, like, the biggest stones are always at the bottom because those are the ones that last from the original incarnation of the whatever the structure was. Maybe it wasn't even a pyramid at the beginning, you know? It's, but uh, doesn't it also make sense if you were a hunter gatherer and you came across, like, these pyramids and you already believe, you know? godly shit like you would just be like well we're obviously setting up camp here of and course. i think we're gonna now have to build more even to that matt is if that place had some sort of practical use meaning like excuse me so um maybe there was like a spring a sacred you know like water came from there or um i don't know that maybe it was like a portal oh here we go well, no they ha- they have all these carvings that the work you wouldn't just do the work like there's hieroglyphics and cave paintings. There's one you could say the 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 civilization was so futuristic that was graffiti, and they don't mean what you think. It, that was people defacing stuff way back when, and it looks well, like a lot of the hieroglyphics that they see on like the pyramids and stuff. That's what they think it was. They think that. Someone showed up thousands of years later. Later and wrote that stuff in. That's why they think that Khufu, the Khufu pyramid was for Khufu. It wasn't. He showed up later on and was just like, put my name on this. This is now mine. How would you ever, we would never know 6,000 years later. 15, 30. Whatever it was, yeah. I mean, really though, think about that. Like we the the leaps we have to take to i mean think about explain it. some things right like we just have no idea that's the the use of a historian or whatever yeah, is but to it, fill in all the gaps in one spot it's sort of <clears throat> easy to dismiss but it's everywhere everywhere there's stuff that when they were mint would look insane like they're so old whatever they made and you look at it like, oh, it's a ruin, but you don't realize how amazing it would have looked when it was brand new. Well, and how different the landscape would have been too, right? Like think about the Amazon jungle or like um, in Mexico there, you know, the uh, where they have their pyramids that are there right now. That is like miles and miles of terrain. You, you know what I'm saying? It's a huge amount of space that these things are built on. Those things were actually built everywhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. I have to push back against Mr. Hancock because he's against deforestation. But if you really want to see what's under there, you got to deforest it. Slash and burn would be the... This guy is the most like capitalistic. Look at him. Let's cut every inch of rainforest well, no, down it, just it, in it's, case. It, it, it's a sacrifice he's willing to make. And I'm... I, well, no, you, he's not using LIDAR, you can find out the things are there and then just cut there. You don't have to cut down the whole you forest. You know who Graham Hancock has to uh, pair up with? Who? Kanye. Why? He's begging for a billionaire to get involved. Because mm, Kanye's not a billionaire anymore. Yeah, no. But uh, they just seem like a match made heaven. But Randall and, Randall and Graham don't. both think the way to get there is psychedelics. Yes. They think there's I don't think that's what Kanye thinks. No, well, I was just being funny. No, no, but I again, I've never even heard Kanye talk about psychedelics. I've, I've never heard Kanye I, talk about psychedelics. I don't either. think Kanye takes psychedelics because <clears throat> if he did, he would have an awakening and I he agree. wouldn't be acting the way he's acting. He would never come out and rave about how he's being a, mi- a billionaire and then, you know, that say he loves God 2 seconds later and all the money goes to him. I think I agree with Simon. 
Graham thinks the way is uh, DMT. Mm-hmm. DMT or, or is mass, the way. Mass psilocybin. 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 But the one thing he points out is the same experience with different people in doing it in bigger doses, and it is he's contending a, a portal, a viable a place as something else is a place. I mean, it's very interesting. I was thinking we really have no proof. Like, take the most basic, the most basic thing, being awake and being asleep. Mm-hmm. We have no proof at all that when we're asleep, that's our real life. And this right now is not the dream that we have every single night. There is no way to prove one way or the other. I mean, there might be a way to prove it. We're three idiots in a basement. I mean, I'm sure science could tell you, but really, if you think about it, how would you ever know? Yeah. How would you ever know? I hope my real life is better. No disrespect. You to this. hope that the sleep, your dreams. Well, what are your dreams like? I don't often remember. Mine are fucking mental. <clears throat> so I think that my life is either real chaotic or this is baseline. This, this is baseline. Uh, Graham is firm that uh, to be a politician, you need to do 12 ayahuasca treatments. Yeah, because then I mean, you won't want the job. Even, it's not even debatable. I was thinking, I was like, wow, the three of us could each be a politician at that point. If we took 12 psilocybin. Uh, I've had 12. I don't think I've had 12, like, you know, I guess not like hero doses. Yeah. I've probably had three hero doses in my life. Well, you're not ready to be a politician's grams. I don't want want the job. Nor do I want to be a politician, but let's not talk about that stuff. Let's talk about the good stuff. Well, he was very very concerned about COVID. Oh, he said the word. We had gone two fucking episodes and not mentioned Clovid. He's enemy number one to uh, archaeology. That uh, Clovis is interesting. eh? I was telling you guys about that a while back. I just didn't do a very good job because covered up Simon 1.0. But yeah, like they, you know, 8,000 years, that was Clovis culture. And then somebody just decided to dig deeper. You know what I mean? Like no brainer. Fuck. And right away he finds, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 more years. Covered up. What is covered up? Yeah. I mean, listen. There, there may be information that knows everything about everything. And, like, that was this people. And they were doing this. And we had to kill them. It was the hardest thing ever. But we got, like, who so knows? It really makes you wonder, though. Like, I've been, like I said, listening to a lot of Bigfoot. And one of the big things in... Um, in Big Feet. In Bigfootery right now... <laughs> is that um, the government is covering up Bigfoot, mm-hmm. kind of like they cover up UFOs and, um, you know, all the different reasons they may be doing that and these situations where, like, rangers, men in black will show up, but it's men in plaid. Weird. Yeah. Men in plaid hunters? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like rangers. You know? Yeah, I get it. That, yeah. that was the joke, but... Yeah. well. Whatever. They're like they, FBI they, guys. They both agreed something about a number that's significant, that if you multiply by the pyramid, it's half the planet. Okay. Yeah, and I that, remember. That, I, that I don't could remember. could be a calculation, yeah. but it... They had a lot of... It um, should be a coincidence. They had a lot of things that it seems hard to think it's a coincidence, though, right? What if the pyramid still goes down and forms... A, and it's a, actually a diamond? Well, they know a, what's like underneath a, the sand. Do they? I'm sure they do. Well, wouldn't they use the same LIDAR technology? Who would? Who? 
the people who've been banning Graham Hancock from these sites for years. Are you thinking that every um, pyramid is like that or just the Egyptian ones? I I do not know that because there's also the build on top of each other. I love the idea of some bouncer as Graham Hancock and his crew walk up. Sorry, buddy, you're on the list. But still it asks what told these, what, how do they communicate with the God that they do this for? How do they communicate with the God that well, they do this for? We're all saying they're building these yeah. things for this. Through drugs. We don't know that, though. We don't know that. We don't know that because it, he he thinks it's possible. It was an advanced society. That got bombarded by meteors. Yeah. And some of them got to people and started up like a complete reboot. Well, it wasn't complete, though, right? For a right? thousand years. A thousand years, whatever existed. For 1,200 years. advanced civilization existed, yeah. existed who knows to what amazement and for a thousand years meteors hit the earth and then life starts again. And even in that time, there's crazy civilization and people. Well, there's some civilization that remains because some of the people would have not died and they would have joined back up with hunter gatherers because those are the people you need when apocalypses happen because you need food and shit. And Eventually, they would teach those people what they know, and then they would start again and then rebuild the pyramids and so on and so forth. Or they just come across them and not know anything about it. In that some is cases. possible too. Yeah. If it can't, it's, 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 but then how did they know how to build their pyramids? They must have had some, uh, no. All I could think about is trying to talk about this. And then there's, um, in our more recent history, the Dark Ages. Yeah. Which is something like from 300 to 1300, the planet was just like dumb. Well, everything was suppressed by religion, so you couldn't learn anything. Is that what it was? Yes, that's what the dark Religion has always, all the way through, this idea has and, and, been and like... As we've evolved, it's been shed. Suppressing bit people, by yeah. bit By bit, by bit, by bit, by bit, to using gas all the time and rocking out in a free world. How does he bring it back to that? What is that? Well, it would have started as um, a drug culture, right? Back when they were making all these crazy things. And then just like through time, it becomes religion. And then religion doesn't want you to know about their past as the drug culture. So they go hard on making sure that, you know, yeah, they're against that. There's too many of these things that are too old. That have no explanation. That should. Well, I don't know. Should they? Because it's so, so long ago. I don't know. What do you mean? Is the information out there suppressed by the church? Uh, Graham spoke of manuscripts. Oh, listen. Destroyed. There's a good chance. The Voynich manuscript. There's a good chance that the basement library of the Vatican has... At least some of the answers you're looking for. Well, Graham thinks this is the, he. This is one of the main proponents of his opposition. Well, that's cool. With its, I think it's like the Piri Piri map or whatever. I don't remember what it was called, but it's that map that the guy put together using all the maps of the time, mm-hmm. and it shows like Antarctica as a place long before anybody should have known that Antarctica was a place, and it showed Atlantis. Uh, you know, it's cool, man. And that is cool that Atlantis, exactly when uh, Plato said, you know, 
it was, it went down was exactly when the younger driest meteor showers hit there. So that would totally make sense. What if dinosaurs was a advanced civilization, Jurassic park, like with subways and stuff. Yeah. If, if that's, well, we think they were just dumb beasts and the comets hit for all we know, they were riding around in subways and all you're finding is the bones of their pets. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then something happened, and then advanced civilization, insert one. Oh, my God. Destroyed da-dang, and then advance. Da-dang. Kamar, like, you know the stat, um, the Tyrannosaurus Rex is closer in time to us than it is to the Stegosaurus. Yes. That's because the Mesozoic and the Cenozoic and the whatever periods, those are hundreds of millions of years long. Yeah. Right? Like there's been so much time on the, so in those hundreds and millions of years, nothing happened, nothing, just dinosaurs and death. And in this pocket here, this tiny little pocket of 6,000 years, all of this magnificence has happened. What are the fucking odds of that? And that we're actually killing the planet. We must be like the thousandth iterate. Who even knows the millionth? uh, And we're worried about pollution. And we literally don't know. Like, we think we know 12,000 years. It's a microphone. It'll pick you up. But there's more that we can know that exists right now. We don't even know what we don't know. Well, yeah, and that's, that's, the, why that's he, the idea of not knowing. No, I know. But like, we don't even know the things that we don't know. There are so many things out there. We know. Okay. We don't know how the pyramids were built. We don't know that. But we know there, there are other pyramids out there that we don't even know about. Hundreds. That we thousands, don't know how they were built. Maybe Mac. a million. Maybe a million. Come that on. All maybe the so ocean. Amazing. Maybe the ocean that we never go down into well, is just filled with fucking pyramids he listed off us uh explored water and in desert and it's like a fraction desert's another interesting what's under sand what's under the sand because that used to be plush couldn't they use the same lidar that they do in south america to figure out what's under the sand? yeah they could if that was the number one priority of the planet is to understand what is going on on. it doesn't have to be the number one priority someone like graham hancock could yeah it may be foolish to think you could pick up where something left off, but it's still our whole existence is a lie. Yes. Thank you. That's all. We're a species. We're a species with amnesia. Amnesia. We're a species with amnesia. Because we don't even know what we don't know. It's crazy. Stop saying that. Like it's some sort of poignant. <laughs> it fucking- is so poignant. I don't know if you guys remember Randall Carlson talked about a, alternative energy source that he can't talk about that in the next two years is going to change the world like bananas. Yeah, I'll have to come back and do a separate episode for that one, Joe. I thought that was the most exciting. He was very excited, and despite his political leanings. As soon as I heard him say that, I was like, Elon's on in the next two weeks, for sure. Just quash that. Yeah, he has to. Otherwise, his fucking car company is going to tank. I also, here's a weird one. I, I meant to say this. Maybe I should save it for the post show. Sure. The Twitter stuff? No, no. I wanted to make. About Twitter, no, no. I wanted to. fucking funniest. I'm going to make a. 
I'm going to make a uh, prediction here live on the show. Ooh, go ahead. I think that at some point in the next like year or two, uh, Kyle Kalinsky and Crystal Ball are going to come on the show together, and Kyle is going to propose to her on Joe Rogan. That's gross. It is, isn't it? So gross. What what made you even think about that? I don't know. I was just struck with this the other day. I was like, I have the weirdest feeling. It makes it's the it's the grossest. It's dude. It's the perfect Kyle Kalinsky thing to do. Uh huh. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Interesting. And um, Joe took two pee breaks. Yeah, he's getting old. He's getting old. There, there was a time where that did not happen. There's an underground Turkish city, eight kilometer tunnel. How? Like it's difficult for us to do it today, but they did this. It's it's so crazy. It's beyond the comprehension of and how the planet would have changed. Look at some of. Okay, I want to come back to the Turkish underground city, Kamar. But just um, look at some of the. Google some of the ancient um, cave cities in China, and like. The caves are so big. They're like the size of, you know, um, skyscrapers. And they've gotten up there somehow and carved the most intricate fucking details for no reason. Nobody lives up there. Like, why are they doing that? How are they able to do that? I'm sure someone has a different story. So mind-boggling. Anyways, back to Turkey for a second. So remember a couple of weeks or months ago, I was telling you guys about how Gobekli Tepe is great, but right around there, there's that city. Yeah. So this is the city they were talking about. And I I think I mentioned at the time, like one of the theories was there might've been like something flying around in the air that they had to hide from. Okay. Maybe like ancient aliens or something, you know, which is kind of a cool idea, but what he said totally makes sense. Like from an actual, you know, you don't have to go too far into the woo woo to, to stay with it. These comet showers were happening. You can't stay down. These were amazing places that they had rooms for animals and like crazy. It's a, it's a eight mile underground city. Um, but you couldn't spend more than like 20 days down there. Like, you know, there you had sewage and things that needed to be gotten out, which would make sense if you were having these like cluster um, meteor showers, you know, where it was hitting and then you could go outside, but then you had to get back under real quick. And I don't know that it totally makes sense. Yeah. Why else would you? I mean, it also makes sense from a like from a pure safety standpoint, right? Like if you're afraid of the night and you're afraid of beasts and, and it makes sense that you would want a shelter in a cave right doesn't that make and then you have tons of time in there let me tell you something okay they would have had to have known that this event was gonna happen go on these things take time to dig you can't start digging out these cities once the meteor shower is happening you're dead you have to be prepared for this the same way we would be prepared for comets coming with missiles they must have been like they must have been smart enough to know that something was going to happen, I think, man. Maybe this- I'm just I'm just playing it out like this again. If you're just on a purely like survival level, you're looking to just okay. You have a lot of people, a lot for that time, right? Sure, a, a thou- million people. I was even going to say a couple thousand, right? Okay. Let's just say a couple thousand people. A couple thousand people working, you know, not around the clock because at night, you know, you don't have any light. Yeah, but you're working all day to dig this tunnel just for safety and for. 
you know, you can get that done. I know, but it wasn't a tunnel. It was I know a whole it, under... But oh, it starts as a in, tunnel. You, you know what um, I'm saying? Then you elaborate and you make it But you it couldn't because you all have to survive in there. It, you it have to had, question the motive. You have to question the motive. I did just... But again, I was just it's using not, this... It's a path of least resistance. It doesn't make sense okay. to do that. I was just saying on a pure... If, if you just want to use survival as the basis of human instincts, which again, you should start there, right? Before you go like alien conspiracy not conspiracy but you know what i mean before you go do, and i'm not saying you're wrong it could be that that they knew they knew some meteor shower was coming or they had some well, sort they of they knew a lot of things about the obviously with the way they lined up their buildings you also don't need to know you can be hit you could you could see one hit that's and back then that's all it took you saw one fireball one meteor you saw one fireball from the yeah. sky and next thing you know it's like we can only live underground from now on, right? That makes a lot of sense too. I mean, maybe I, it would get you ready. Yeah, one meteor hits, and you're like, "Fuck this noise!" And then when, everybody starts digging. No, but and then when it, when they start hitting like crazy yeah, for yeah, a thousand you're, you're years, you're like, "Holy go. shit! Yeah. Thank God we built these tunnels!" Like, I don't know. Or maybe God told them, or maybe the aliens. Knew. Who knows? There's a lot of know, yeah. Right? Listen, there are how a lot far of maybes. how far back do you think you go to honestly think when we sort of knew our history? We know what happened. Well, like legitimately, yes. Legitimately, yes. we can go back to Gobekli Tepe at this point. I think that's like the no, farthest no. we know. I would say eighteen hundred. I was. He's saying what he. What his question to you, Simon, is with like a seventy-five percent certainty. How far in history can you go back and say this is what happened? Yes. Oh, I see. Um, As in, like, we know JFK got shot. There's video probably, evidence of probably that. Probably like the Cowboys. Oh. You need photography. But that's what he's saying. I think you need photography. Is that 1400? Who even knows? No, no. The Cowboys is like the 1800s. Well, no. So whenever photographs were uh, invented, so that really is like the only time where we can start proving things. Then because you can before say that, it's drawing. Sorry, Matt. No, you're drawing. right. Because then you can say definitively someone was here at this time. Here's and a they, photo. They couldn't manipulate it, right? Like a photo was a photo. I think we can all agree there wasn't a lot for of For a like, long time, for a, a long photo time. was a photo. There yes. wasn't a lot of fake news. There was I a, mean, there was a little, but you know, we would be able to see that now. Um, and, and then there was a dark ages, and then something happened, and then you have like... The Enlightenment. Michael Angela. And what was that? Was that Aliens again? Like these these hiccups along the way, Mozart. Think about how well it's either aliens or it could also just be the natural progression of kind of man, right? Like you go through these dark times, and you have a lot of time of introspection, and then you come through and you're into the next phase of knowledge, and, and, or maybe it's drugs, or maybe it's uh, thirteen hundred or the printing press. Well, no, but again, like, remember when uh, whoever was on and they were talking about how women were the ones who were uh, in charge of bringing the drugs, the um, mule illusions, not illusions, um, Alistarian, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's it, right? Like, maybe there was a new group of people who were coming around showing people mushrooms or whatever to get them to expand their brains. That's what the enlightenment was. I imagine chemicals now. Well, or no, these sort of- just ideas, right? Like it, the mushrooms, I don't think were telling people like how to live their lives. I think it was like opening your eyes to different ways to live your life. Someone who's 20 years old, 50 years from now will not understand how we live. No. Not fair to say. Yeah, they'll just be like, "How do they? How what?" 
I mean, maybe, or, or. We're going to slow. Listen, you're forgetting. We're going to start slowing, you know? We're in a weird, we are in the weirdest generation of pre and post internet. Like specifically our oh, generation. Yeah. We, we lived in two different worlds. We grew up in the, at the end of one era or epoch, if you want. And then we lived our adult lives in, you could argue, a completely different world than yep. the world that we grew up in. Yep. Be- because the change was fucking astronomical in like that 20 year period. As we age, that's what we cling to. Maybe, yeah. Speak so to, like, you know, when it's falling apart, take me with you. I remember what it was like yeah. in the before fall. I went outside. I went outside, yeah. <laughs> just just so they were referenced to speak around the fire at night when they're handling, eating the prey of their enemy. You know, what was it like? But like you said, Kamar, maybe <laughs> the in... wise sage. Maybe in 50 years, the, like, the, the next iteration of the internet will come along and there'll be another thing where those kids will go, oh, man, I was alive, like... For the old internet, and then I grew, you know. Yeah, well, it'll be like the 3D, right? The whatever it is, whatever. Yeah, I was alive before we all plugged in and went into the Matrix. Have you seen Deep Impact? Uh, That's who Bruce Willis. No, that's Armageddon. No, Deep Impact was with what? Not John Cusack. Freeman. Well, he plays the president, right? John Cusack's in. um, Oh, that's 2012. That John Cusack's in. I mean, I I probably have sure. It's the J R E. movie game brought to you by patreon because that's why we do this the patreons that's why we do everything we're mad time to go head to head to hear what movie came out how much it cost to make and how much it made at the box office this week we're doing deep impact which happened around the same time as a, another film are you giving me you're giving me clues that simon's not getting i'll say it when simon gets back here i, I heard you, I heard you. I heard you, Kamar. Because that's an interesting thing is just storytelling, what they know. So did this come out What's right around Armageddon? Yes, it did. There was a bunch of movies that came out in this period that were all around the end of the world kind of scenario. Starring mm. Robert Duvall, Tia Leone, Elijah Wood, Vanessa Redgrave, Maximilian Schell, and Morgan Freeman. I mean, he gave away the era this is in by saying one of those actresses. I, have, I always say the actresses. Oh, I know you did, and but I'm just you saying. You know what? That's an interesting thing. That you would use. Okay, I'm ready. I, too, am ready. I have 99. I said 2001. <laughs> it's 2000. 98. Oh, <laughs> my God. Damn it. I thought you were so spot on. You 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 had the, the Department of Man who knew something. I just was thinking in that 99... Like to 2000, they made a ton of those. The world is ending movie for 2012 for that kind of thing. So I don't know. No, for so, 2000. No, 2012 was when the world was supposed to end. Remember the Mayan calendar? I guess 2000 was Y2K. So that yeah. was like a more rational consciousness for people till it didn't happen to them. Some people sort of actually believed it, right? A lot of people, yeah. That's interesting. 
We can always pivot. Tyrione Morgan Freeman. Wow, this is... All right, I think I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready too. I said it cost sixty million and it made one sixty. Oh my god, I must be way off. I said it cost seventeen and it made eighty nine. Yes, you are way off. It cost eighty million. Whoa. Box office three hundred forty nine point five million. Well, I haven't seen the movie, so it makes it hard. Whoa, whoa! You can't do this, like this guy. You know, just pretend for the fans. No, just Patreon. I did my best. Is all I'm saying. If we had not done done a deep impact, yeah, I was going to revert back to one of uh, Susan Santos's movies. Which one? Last week. Which one? But there were a ton of movies they mentioned this week. No, who? No, Graham Hancock. One. Not one mentioned. Not this one. Week. Joe, I have to ask: Have you seen Barbarian? <laughs> <laughs> or at least do something about ancient civilizations. Like you could have done the ruins. You could have done um, Stargate. Yeah, Kamar. Oh, I thought I thought he was yelling at you. <laughs> no, I'm yelling at you, but Simon two point doesn't do that. It stays calm. Simon two point doesn't do that. That's it. We're done. Terrible movie. No, one uh, of the worst ever. I think we have to revisit Graham Hancock because um, you should really watch. I think it's good enough. I will. It had recreations. Like there's a budget. Oh, you hate. But you hate recreations. No, no reenactments. I hate. Oh, but when it's like land and it's showing where potential water could have been, but really good graphics. Oh, that's different. That's not okay. It's it's very but really good. I love that at the beginning, um, Hancock was like, no, um, Graham, Carlson helped, but he was only in one episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. Well, Joe's been in two episodes, so I, I'm sure he's gone to some place. But even. Is it not possible, Kamara, that Joe just did fucking sound bites in a studio? No, did it, is yes. he at a place that you saw? Some him? of the clips are of the show. Of Joe's show. Yep. So just him licensing out. Yeah, okay. So stupid. And other, like, the first person, you know, like, in a reality show, like... Yeah. Oh, but he can do that he at a studio in, in Austin. He could be in front of a green screen. He, 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 he be... looked like he was outside in front of palm no, trees. I feel like if he had gone somewhere, they would have talked about that. He didn't go anywhere. They definitely... Um, they just filmed at his house, probably. Yeah, it, that's Which also, is fine. Yeah, yeah. That's also possible. It's... 100% possibly has gone to any of these places. I'm just saying, had you seen th- this? Yeah, it would help, yeah. And and beware, the first one is long. I swear, the four, last 14 minutes seems like it's an hour. But the rest are like a half hour ones and are way more. And apparently, I haven't even finished it. He says the finale is what it's all about. Well, that was why. I knew I couldn't finish it in time to uh, make this show. So I just figured I'd watch it this week. Sorry, Kamar, my bad. But this is what it looks like when a guy's emphatic about something. And again, it, it's he's very much against Clovis being suppressed okay. <laughs> and obedience. And uh, Randall Carlson's very against wokeness. There, there were a bunch of... Randall Carlson is against wokeness? You didn't see that weird turn it took where he was like, you got to have this guy on. He used to be military, and then he spoke about how woke the goddamn military well, uh, is. And they, oh, yeah. and they both agreed that it's not supposed to be like that. And I sort of... You know how the police is not supposed to be involved in the government? Like, outside society shouldn't be involved in the military. But that's not realistic. Like, it's... You can have people shut off. But 
it should be seen as that sort of preserved one mindset, one goal. Unfo- unfortunately, you'd have the best. Uh, maybe I sound like a bigot. Listen, I don't want a woke military, but I also don't like the idea of like people being hazed constantly just for trying to just for trying to save the country. These are possible points with Graham Hancocking and Rand Carlson. You wouldn't agree on, but oh, oh, I forgot. This is the this is the coup de gras. Um, so Graham talks about being criticized. Yeah. So I looked up a review of his new oh. uh, Netflix series. Okay. Um, while Hancock often makes his ideas sound very authoritative and factual. They're almost entirely conjecture. Even he acknowledges at points how speculative his thoughts pre and how little he's able to actually prove. Truly, it feels like the kind of faux history that you would normally would find playing late night on the History Channel or Discovery in between programs on Hitler and aliens. And nothing hurts some credibility in most circles than Joe Rogan appearing as a source in your docuseries. Some episodes are more convincing than others, but this entire premise stands on shaky ground academically. It's so not true. Like, that's crazy, right? Well, you so haven't it's seen, all true. Hold on. So it's all true. But you you have, get it. You haven't seen it, Simon. No, it means everything's true. I know he's not talking about ancient aliens. So, like, I know he goes by fact. Gobekli Tepe. I'm telling you, if you ask, like, a normal person... What they know is 6,000 years. That's when Egypt was around. That's when man first started. Before that, we were animals. And you'll be like, well, what about Gobekli Tepe? That was 12,000 years ago. And they're like, what are you talking about? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even know that the conversation exists, that it could be I apologize older. for not being able to read out loud, uh, but this is written by CIA or Catholic Church. Or uh, the... Uh Clovis people. No, the academics, the, yeah. uh, what, are, what are they called? The um, archaeologists, big archaeology. And and what I'm saying to you is if you watch this, if you get biased because he dropped, he dropped, he dropped that shots of guys actually building the pyramids, no problem, like how they actually do it because he wants to keep it a mystery that he's going <laughs> to uncover, but it's, I believe these things were so mint when they before time and weather and everything, they would have looked so. It would just blow your mind. Well, the Sphinx is and such a cool way one. Than eh? you think. The Sphinx was like way bigger, and the head was totally different, and it looked like a cat. And like, and like when was that? Maybe when maybe. was that? When was everything taken out of that in the thirteen hundreds? Huh? When were the pyramids ruins? When were the pyramids ruined? Like, was it a gradual? Like all the stone was taken by looters. Inside was looted. Well, it was century. It wasn't found again until like uh, I don't know the 1940s or something. It was all covered in sand. There, everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. It is. There are a if, lot if of lies being, if out he's there. Being suppressed. This should be exciting. When you think about like, okay, so this is archaeology. We know scamola. You know what I mean. And then you go look at another science scamola. Like they want you to believe gravity exists and the world is round and all these things. You know what I mean. And then you go to like um, math scamola, geography scamola, like. Everywhere across the board, it's just hold on. Math and geology <laughs> are both scams. Or geography, oh, geography's yeah. a scam. Oh, dude, a total scam. Have you ever looked at a globe? Like, I'm, I'm not talking about 
I'm not talking Come about over. flat or round. The water's warm. I'm not talking about flat or round. I'm talking about how big North America looks to like how big Russia looks. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And what we know it looks or like now with, Australia the, with the instruments we have. Australia is this tiny little thing. Australia is fucking massive. There's no way. They should be able to create a new map, but it would warp your head because like, well, that's not what the the earth that I've always thought my whole life looks like, but that's what it really looks like. Oh, they, we couldn't handle it. That's where we we're couldn't at handle. Right that tiny little thing would boggle our minds. How would we ever handle um, aliens or the fact that we were around a hundred thousand years ago? Like imagine that Kamar, there was a whole civilization a hundred thousand years ago that didn't pollute. I imagine that. Yeah. But how did they get there? Giants, he suggests giants. Giants, uh, interesting. Human beings use powers giants. they don't have. Okay, well, don't you think it's crazy to think that there weren't giants? No, like, I again, don't think that's that Matt, crazy. Again, think about the length of time we've been on this planet to think that there hasn't been like one. Uh, uh, Simon, I'm listening to you. Hear me out, though. We as human beings have only gotten taller. Like we've been, sh- like historically speaking, we were much shorter. If you went back and the farther back you go, right? That's all I'm saying. But what if it was like us mated with something Listen, else Simon, that made Simon, giants and then those things were killed off because they were too out of control? For Let me just say this. Um, I don't... If, we, if, there, if there were people around 300,000 years ago, sure. Maybe there could have been giants. Yeah. Why not? Do you think dragons existed? No. Well, you're crazy. I don't have to do dragons, but in other ways. You don't think dragons existed? Did Uh, dinosaurs exist? I don't think they don't. They didn't. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Did dinosaurs exist? Sure. Maybe. Sure. Well, then I don't. I don't know what happened before 1300 years ago. I don't know what happened before 20 years ago. We don't even know what happened in the cowboy age. That could all be a lie. On the on top of these ancient civilizations. Like the the cycle of um, technology and then not technology. Well, we did it here to our our own people, right? Like the people who were here before, they had a whole civilization that we've you know destroyed and wiped off the map. And but did they build massive pyramids? We had pyramids too, Kamar. Yes. Yeah. Why would we not? That's a cra- right. Like we had everything. It, it was the same. No, no, but they're so old like the american ones like that we can't they're not sites that we know of maybe they're so old like they're even older than the egyptian ones and that's why there's absolutely nothing left you know well it seems like a there's a lot of these that are sort of the same age around twelve thousand years ago we know there's one iteration of them yes that was twelve thousand, and all of those from twelve thousand years are built on something older so we know that. We can see it with the stones. Yeah. And we'll never know. And we have that here too. Unless Kay. he's a billionaire. But so there so, were there were cities of millions of people who lived in North America that. long before um I believe that. It's like you telling me I drink water, Kamar, because it makes over. me feel good. I do drink water, Kamar. And I do agree with you. Uh and not because it makes me and feel that good. criticism of Graham <laughs> Hancock just solidifies it. They know too much already. They've said too much. I uh, imagine how crazy. Think about all the lies they told us. Um, how crazy the world used to be. 
giants, Bigfoots, aliens, like Tartaria. ancient civilizations, all sorts Tartaria. of. It must have been a fucking crazy ass place, man. And it's about to be a crazy place in two years, according to Randy Carlson. Because Randy. of Trump? No, something to do with a new form of energy. <laughs> yeah. He, he was it. talking about like this. They've been doing it in secret. Maybe that's the can't fr- talk about it. The in free two energy. Years, the world's going exactly, exactly. We don't. We won't have Ties to talk about nuclear. We won't have to talk about uh, killing the planet. Because You're reading my mail. You're reading my mail. So pretty much, Carlson, this dum dum, he dropped is the, he sitting dropped on the, bomb. the X factor. He dropped the X factor in this episode. Or time goes on, so he's on the clock. And Carlson ca- is on the canceled. clock now. Yeah. He put himself on put the clock. Up, yeah. He said two to five years. Did he? I thought he said in January he was going to be telling us More about information this. to come, but change the world in two to five years. I want to know his plan to change the world. I don't think it's him. I just think he knows. No, no, no. I, I, I want to know what, like, I don't need to see it happen. I just want to know what it is. And on the other hand, mushrooms are just, like, growing like mushrooms in the sediment, being on ballots, I think, in this midterm that just happened. Um, the the gray shops like one of the things they were advocating for was psilocybin, psilocybin and, yeah. and it's coming in Canada everywhere. Well, I know it's Amer- happening America here. Is well. it happening in the states? Yeah, it is. Happening well, he in was the saying states, the yeah. Navy SEAL ran a, the, one of the biggest mushroom operations that will probably supply most of the world, or or the American population, I believe. Well, it's definitely going to be legal here. There's no question about it. Yeah. So change is going to come. We're a couple of years away, and. The, Two years from mushrooms being legal, two years from alternative energy that's going to change the world. Here we go. Most people who... Reason to be optimistic. Let's pump that gas. Let's pump those brakes, you mean. No, full (laughs) throttle ahead. I I give this a four. Coupled with the documentary and the criticism, like I know something people don't know. I'm going to give this a three. I I really wish that um, Carlson hadn't come on and it had just been Hancock and we had just gotten three hours of him and Graham and then have Carlson on later and do three hours with him, you know? But them going back and forth and like um, uh, Graham would get on a roll. Yeah. And he'd be about to tell you like some new thing and then information cock blocker fucking Randy Randy Carlson would just start talking about something totally different. Some Tesla motor. Anyways, fuck Elon. I give it a three and a half. Ellen Musk. (laughs) All right. Well, that's the show. If you made it this far, thank you so much. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon if you want some extra content. It's patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You can join for as little as $5 a month. For that $5, you get the post show. It's the show after the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get uh, old and new episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show where we go back, listen to old episodes, and do what we do here. And uh, that's really it. There's also a YouTube. Sometimes I post clips there. It's youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Maybe go over, subscribe like a video i don't really care if you do or don't I'm, I'm literally always a day away from blowing the whole thing up thank you for listening we love all of you so much thank you so much for keeping the show alive thank you for listening we hope you have a great week we hope you enjoy your weekend and as usual keep your eyes open <laughs>